Are there There's any porn like, trends that you think are too weird? No, like, you know, talk about, like, my mommy milkers and stuff like that. Like, and I'm kind of <laughs> not into that. <laughs> They're saying during the please use the term mommy milker. Yeah. But I don't think you would like that because your mom's Scottish. So oh, like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. Like, It's just the accent would throw me off, like, <laughs> to hear my mom talking about her mommy milkers like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had your milk today? <laughs> <laughs> your bones are strong, aren't they? <laughs> well, at least one of them. Oh my <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant. Today, we are joined by uh, some 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 folks I'm very fascinated with. Um, I probably message you maybe like once a week about a random YouTube clip that I'm watching. <laughs> We're with uh, Adam22 and Lena the Plug hey. right now. Uh, I, I really, I mean this sincerely, and I feel like I just, I, I send you like random compliments, but I'll just be like watching a video, and I'll be like, this guy's the greatest talent scout in the history of the internet. <laughs> like, I will send these random things to you. Right. And I'm wondering if you are aware of your genius zone. It occurs to me that I'm utilizing a lot of talent from time to time that probably other people wouldn't have necessarily noticed or thought of. But do you go, all right, I'm good at recognizing talent. Yeah, I've definitely started to feel like that over time a little bit. And not traditional talent. No. Not like, oh, this guy's funny, he can sing, he can dance. Like, this guy, wow, this person has an interesting story. Right. People are going to listen. But I don't think I can notice musical talent early on that well, like, from, like, nothing. But I definitely think I can notice, like, on-air broadcasting talent. Okay, so you're better with the podcasting than with the music. Definitely. Even though it started with the music. Yeah, but I feel like I can't I can't see an artist from nothing. I have to see some level of development before I could start to have faith in them. Whereas as a person, I feel like I could kind of like sign a homeless person to do a podcast. <laughs> I believe this. Yeah. 100%. Right. What is it? It's just charm, charisma. I don't know. It's, it's hard to put your finger on who's who's interesting. I feel like who who can have a real debate or a conversation on camera without I think one of the biggest things is can you discuss and debate ideas without it getting too serious to the point where your feelings get hurt? Yeah. You know? But and like some of those episodes are the best. Like seeing Sharp Spaz. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is incredibly entertaining <laughs> too. Yeah, but it's, that's still like a debate. You know, it's yeah. still a conversation. Like the, the one biggest thing that I've noticed with people I've tried to put on camera is that when their feelings get hurt and they get sulky. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes that. If they're passionate mm -hmm. about debate, then it's okay. Even anger is, is fine. Yeah. You can, you can be like full anger. of rage. Yeah. But as long as you can still come back to relative normalcy, yeah. I feel like that's big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing the world that you've created. And like- Appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just very impressed by it. I'm, I'm just really impressed by it. And I find, it's like the algorithm has decided that I'm impressed by it. Because <laughs> I'm getting videos from fucking six months ago, just like random characters that now I'm like really fascinated. Like I found myself Googling what happened to T-Rell's arm. <laughs> Do you know? And I know I'm like, I'm, I'm such a boomer asking these questions, right. but if this is how somebody gets into the content, right? It's right. one piece at a time. I probably watched like five clips before I even recognized that his arm was a little wonky, right? Right. And then I'm in, oh, how'd this happen? I'm like invested in this fucking story. Right. I, I, it's just like. Motorcycle accident. Spoiler. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Motorcycle Save you accident. Google on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just went right to the source. Sometimes I go right to the source. I'm like, what happened to the next one? You know? But uh, yeah, it's just interesting that you do this. And then 
I see what you guys have done with your relationship, and I refuse to watch any of the porn. I just want to let you guys know. <laughs> I won't watch it. But you, you do can. watch the podcast. You watch I watch their, the podcast. Their podcast together. With violence. And you stop it before the fucking? I don't. I watch the Instagram clips. Okay, okay. I watch just the Instagram clips, but I don't watch it because if we're going to hang out, I don't want to imagine it. I don't want to see you guys. A lot of my friends say that, and it's I don't want to imagine it. I would Why is it gladly weird? watch their square. girlfriends fuck. But would you want to watch them fuck and then come and yes. get off it? You want to I don't care. I'd love to see a stroke. Joseph's um, <laughs> stroke game is trash. I don't have a stroke. He's admitted it. I'm on the back. I couldn't believe it when you said you were getting married because I remember doing a podcast with you back in the day where you said that you desired to have sex once a week. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed the same. <laughs> Your boy's consistent out here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many times are you fucking off camera? Sometimes twice a week, sometimes not at all that week if you have a lot of work to do, you know? It sometimes, kind of depends. Sometimes we'll wake up in the morning, I'll fuck her in the bathroom before I get in the shower. Then we'll go on set, fuck two more times, and then we'll go home and be so turned on from the day's activities, then we fuck again. Yeah, Adam, but this is not happening, like bro. Like, no, that's week. very, I'm like, no. yeah, 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 sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like nah, like, once a week. They're doing once a week off camera. You fuck like a porn star, bro. Yeah, I fuck like y'all. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. I might fuck more than y'all. <laughs> you <laughs> can do our job. And I do it for you the love of the Game, yo. You don't have a kid. That's a good ass point. Yeah. Once you have a kid, morning fucking, sex, bye bye. Yeah, really. I'm not a big morning sex guy. I feel I like mean, that's when you're at your worst. I used to <laughs> love it. I just, you know, yeah, I know, I'm asexual. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Why morning sex? Well, just because the kid ends up in your bed every morning. They're like, wake up before you. You want to go back to sleep. You bring them to the bed. Uh, you know, breastfeeding. It's not really sexy. Yeah, you guys did the pregnancy porn too. That was wild. That's like the one category I don't go to. I've never watched it either. But she she was so <laughs> determined. She wanted to keep working up until she was like six months in. We did one scene where she was so huge and just full of babies. Talk, yeah, yeah that, that she was just like, you fuck her. Emily you Willis. Fuck her. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear. I was like, I'm sitting here. I can barely. Breathe. You took maternity you, leave, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. No. But like, okay, so when I was pregnant, it was peak pandemic, and that was the best time for OnlyFans. Like, the numbers were just through the roof. Everyone yeah. had their stimulus checks. You set the record, right? I mean, those were my record months for sure. Okay. Like, I was not gonna stop working. Yeah. So it was just, I'm pregnant, but we're killing it with money. And then there are people who are probably extra freaky, want to see the pregnancy stuff. Mm. Can you feel the baby kick? Is that weird? Like, you got your hand on it, and it's like giving you a pound? I'm just saying. You asked me what I wouldn't want to talk about. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 And I had nothing to say. I'm just saying, you know, what do people think about that stuff? I don't watch it. What do the comments say? You cannot ask. Okay, I'm not asking. You can ask Adam. Did you feel it? Soccer kick to the head. I don't remember. The truth is, I really don't remember. Do you guys think you've completely revolutionized how people see porn? No. In terms of in terms of stigma. I, th- I think you have. I think but the OnlyFans revolution on as a whole has, yeah. and I think she was very, very early on to be like a normal person who just started in the OnlyFans and like the level of attention that she got when she first started Crazy. was insane because it just really felt like you were a normal person who chose to do OnlyFans or Private Snap at the time. Yeah. And there was definitely like something about that, whereas I feel like the, the public is maybe a little disillusioned to that now where they realize like, oh, they can make a ton of money. That's why they're doing it. Uh. Yeah, I think maybe it's like the number hit and then American greed, like it's like baked into our DNA. We start saying, "Oh, that's a reasonable way to make money." Like, yeah, yeah. They, like, like we're totally fine, like with a pharmaceutical company. We're totally fine with. Uh, I'm sure you guys have gone through these like moral gymnastics where mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, there are things that 
should be scrutinized, but they're not. And this thing yeah. is very heavily scrutinized. Well, a lot of OnlyFans girls get to like, you know, 20K a month or something. And they're like, oh, I've, I've made it. I'm done. We're, we're the greedy ones who are actually like, no, how are we going to take this to the next level and really make a real fucking business out of it? And then that's like the mentality that led us to like, well, maybe we could do a podcast that's also a porno. And this is plug talk. Only yeah. plugtalk.com. Okay, so this is I mean plug everything. I am I because I do it. No, it's fine. Okay. Just want to throw that in there. Plug talk. Plug talk. Interview the porn star. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Have sex with her afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yes. Keep the mics on. No, no, we switched to the boom mic, which is so annoying because it would be nice to just fuck, but you got to deal with the headset thing. Now, are do, do you need like I don't know how your system works, but like do you need to like you need some performance enhancing drugs to no. make this. <laughs> yeah. Everybody asked me that. And I've, I've, Come on, I've never man. Done like, don't lie to us. You know. No, I wouldn't. Okay, I would never want him to do them. He doesn't do them. Wait, why not? Why not? Because all those guys, when you see, like, we've had other guys come on set to fuck girls, and yeah. they're like, BRB, they're, I'm going to do another Viagra, like, in the middle of fucking. Like, they rely on it the same way people rely on, like, Adderall for studying. They yeah. feel like they can't do it without the drug anymore, you know? You had a scene the other day where it was basically this guy, and he's supposed to fuck this girl, right? And he's and he can't he can't do he it. Can't like, get it up. He's and so nervous? I'm kind of, like, outside smoking and chilling and thinking that they're fucking, and then I walk in, and he's sitting in the room, in the corner of the kitchen by himself with his phone propped up, watching porn off multiple Viagras, beating his fucking limp-ass dick. Trying to get hard, yeah. And he can't get hard to fuck this girl who is hot. It was two girls, and they were both really hot. Yeah. And that Wait, was weird. you guys will have guys with you guys too? So sometimes we do episodes where we'll interview the girl and then for whatever reason we'll have another guy bang her instead of me or her just yeah. to kind of spice it up. We had this girl, Emma Magnolia, who lost her anal virginity on, on our show. And I don't know, like, we didn't How even discuss me How can you prove me, that? Me How can you prove it? that? You can't prove that. That is a good point. But she had been on. <laughs> you don't have to prove it. You're just saying. <laughs> yeah, you're just but saying, she had been on right, the jumper right. saying yeah. that I she had I need authenticity, done. okay? So I, like, If you tell me her. T-Rail's arm really works <laughs> and that this was a ruse the entire time, I'd be fucking furious at you. <laughs> that, that, would be br- that would be brilliant Adam? if we started inventing storylines. Yeah. Uh, this ability is not where my mind would immediately go. <laughs> I saw him cashing checks just now. Okay, so what happens? What? It, the situation. Oh, 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 so, uh, yeah, he's, he, wait, what? Does he we? end up fucking him or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he finishes, but it's like, it's a whole thing and it gets awkward on set. Yeah, and, and it, it's kind of weird for me because I'm the guy who's just like managing this, this shoot and I'm thinking in my head, like, I could get hard in five fucking minutes and do your job for you right now. And some of these guys, some of the guys do great. Like that, girl, that guy the, who fucked the girl in the ass, he did great. Some of the guys, it's just an absolute disaster. But then you can't act judgmental or, like, super concerned. Because if you were to say, like, bro, you're being a fucking jabroni. This is insane. It's going to be so much worse. And the girls, some of the girls are good with it. Some of the girls, like, we had one girl who, who we overheard her in the other room going, like, are we not hot enough? No. Which is like that that's what you really no. don't say because then say the wheels start spinning in his head, like, oh my god, I'm making There's them more feel bad. On, yeah. yeah. So like, but the, the girls who are really cool, they'll be really nice about it and they'll start acting intimate with you. And that's the weird thing, is like a, a porn star girl could have a whole fucking husband at home, and maybe like they're thinking that the girl's just fucking on camera, but in reality, when she's there, it's part of her fucking job to be 
treating you right and jerking you off. And I, I even I interviewed one girl when you're not me, filming, when, just to get you in the zone because sometimes the guys can't get there themselves. I interviewed one girl who was mar- who was married at the time, and she told me that the guy That's couldn't cheating, get hard. Yeah. Right. Sucking dick off camera? She no. She ate his ass no, for a cheating, half bro. hour. She ate his ass for a half hour <laughs> while, te- while texting her fucking husband. Nah. Yeah. I know. I There's like, a I, limit, bro. I feel like you've crossed that's the line. That's my line. That's my line, man. That's crazy. Like I understand if it's your job, you're doing it on camera. But if you're like jerking off the guy, we're fluffers. That's what fluffers. Yeah, are but for. if you don't help him finish, then nobody on set gets paid that day, including you. Mm. So it's like you oh. want him to finish, and you have to help him get there. Now, would you guys ever have a dude be in your scenes? No. No. We got a one-way thing going here. One-way thing. I mean, we're monogamous in our private lives, and then we do shit on camera with other girls. Right. I got too much money to have her getting donkey fucked (laughs) by some fucking (laughs) linebacker. I can't do it. Should I use that same logic on you? I've got too much money to let my man do this. If you want, if you want to cancel plug talk. <laughs> yeah. Now, is there any ev- jealousy ever? Good question. It's been years, I think. Because in the beginning. Seven years into porn. Yo, do you get jealous when I fuck other girls ever? Is that like a situation? So I think our first scene. <laughs> So I, I, I can deep throw, but I can't deep throw like mm. Carmen Karma. I can't deep throw like Adriana Chechik. And I can think you bring it up. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> she made like yeah. a different sound. Bring that up just so we can see. Not, not her. The Carmen. No, he Car- made like a different sound when they were deep throating him, and I was like, oh. What'd like, you say? Hey, it's kind of like a. Yeah. <laughs> like a Who? Yes, like, and I was like, <laughs> he doesn't make that sound. Oh, because I can't deep throw as well as them. Their, their mouths are just way bigger than There's mine. There's like a genetic jaw unhinging yes. thing that I've experienced a couple times. And it's not like something that I'm like looking at you. Yeah. On our wedding day, I will not oh, be God, staring that. into your eyes thinking, uh, <laughs> only her jaw unhinged. But, you know, the you know some of the girls that we deal with are like legitimate fucking athletes. I mean, like that's why they're Superheroes, you know? Yeah, yeah. But like, I think that, in the beginning, uh, yeah. I had to just deal with that sound. I was like, okay, he likes that, and that's okay. I can't do it, and that's okay. You know, I just have to like mentally talk myself through that, and it doesn't make me jealous anymore. Now get- I'm like, good job, deep throat him, he loves it. Wait, you know? so you can you have that much control of your emotions, like? Because like he doesn't remember half the girls we fuck. If you put if you put them in a the lineup, he'd be like, oh, I can't remember. You know, it's like it. So it doesn't matter to me because I know it's not that serious. She's seen how heartless I am in general, like emotionally uh, with the girls. I'm not one of those guys who's all like you know flirting with them after and I'm yeah. getting the number and I'm texting them. Like th- that's just not how I am. Like yeah. I, I fuck them and I fucking go in the back and I smoke a blunt and I fucking forget about it because it's just kind of work, you know? And yeah. we do have a lot of fun. Like, obviously I'm not gay. I'm fucking these girls. It's fun, you know, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. gay. No one thought you were gay. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not, you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like, you know, I do really like it, but I it's fuck not. my wife seven times a week. Bro. I'm not trying to do it the next day. You know, right. it's like we do it. It's fun. It comes out on camera. I feel like I'm going to beat off to this shit when I'm 50 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a nice little, like, uh, playbook. Not now, but later on, maybe. Okay, what about a trans chick? Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. To me, if you've ever had a dick, that's kind of a deal breaker, yeah. That's your... And I realize that in this day and age, that makes me a transphobic monster. No, I don't think it does. Yeah, I feel like if you've had a dick before, that that's kind of going to be a deal breaker. The hole needs to come from God. Yeah. Is a <laughs> way I like to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
right? Like, <laughs> that, you know, yeah. I could see, like, it, it, there is a part of me that's like, yeah. oh, we're doing porn, we should be pushing the limits. Because yep. that's how I think of everything else. Like, we should fuck a 400-pound woman together. Oh, that sounds sick. But then there's another part of me that wants to enjoy my Tuesday afternoon, and I'm just not, yeah. you know, like, why take it there? And knowing that the audience does not seem like they would want, like, I think that if- I would pay to see you fuck Lizzo. If we I, had I two, <laughs> Lizzo, yes. But if yeah. we were to do, oh, let's, like, if we did a plug yeah. talk episode where there was two, two gay dudes fucking afterwards, I feel like a lot of our fans would, would unsubscribe. Yeah, I was going to say, we would lose a lot so of subscribers. It, it wouldn't really be oh. worth it to take the risk, I feel like. But what if they were like, we want to see you with this trans- Porn star. Of all the like comments I've read, I haven't seen anything like that. that yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Squares? I don't know. I just feel like we've, we're cultivating a heterosexual audience. Maybe That's we could have gay, somebody bro. else do it. Yeah. Oh. Right. Okay. But you, you would have maybe reservations. You, you wouldn't really have. She's just scared to say it. I, I, I'm scared to talk about anything <laughs> translated. I'm like, don't take it rallying me over here. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. She's they, a very nice person. It's a real liability. <laughs> you are very nice. We're really opposite. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're, I don't know. I haven't experienced like the dickhead side of you, but I always see you as kind of a nice guy. I just tell people how I feel straight up. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. why have you gotten in trouble for this? Being a dick? Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, you know, over. I mean, that's the weird thing with having so many people on my platform is I can't afford to pick every fight. You know, like there's a lot of shit that I just, okay, like you're an anti-vaxxer and you're fucking throwing these crazy memes of like all this stuff in the chat. I just have to like, you know, at a certain point, like- It took I'm, you a long time to get there. I, I can't argue with, with 10 people in the group <laughs> chat every day. You yeah. know, it's like certain stuff, I just have to kind of let it go at yeah, a certain point. I've learned that, yeah. Now, are you ever concerned for your life? <laughs> no. But I mean, yeah, sometimes. A video popped up yesterday of, of Lil House Phone, I think that's his name, pulling up on you and pretending to point a gun at you when you didn't know. Yeah. This he, is on your No Jumper but page. But this is old dude. He used to love to do that to me. He would just like run up on me and be yeah. like, give me all your money and like pretend uh, to shove a fucking gun in my stomach in public. joke. Yeah. And like he, he's, but now he, it's real. Like he that claims he won't do that again because he said like, oh, like oh, that could really happen. Like maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah. I'd be more worried to be him because what if your security sees a guy yeah. run up on you? Yeah. So I, what I'm I'm concerned about is you're making all this money doing plug talk. At a certain point in time, do you remove yourself from the elements of danger in your life? You have a kid now. I feel like I'm taking the appropriate measures to avoid said danger. But I can't, you know, you got to dance in the water and try to not get wet. Mm. Okay. You can't just avoid the water altogether. That was some sharp shit. <laughs> I see you, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you don't think you'll ever just pull out and be like, yo, this is my organization. These guys have their podcasts. They're all brilliant. They all have their talented shows. But you're not as involved in each I mean, I'm not. I'm already not on any of the shows besides the Tuesday 6 p.m. one, the No Jumper show. So it's kind of like I already feel like I have a lot of separation. Like sometimes I go on their shows and shit, and like mm -hmm. you know. But I, I mean, to me, if I wasn't doing this on camera all the time, I don't know what the fuck I would be doing because this is just like the most obvious thing that even if there was no money on the line or if there was no kind of connection to success with it, 
I mean, just talking on camera seems like pretty much the best thing you could be doing. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. I don't. I can't find anything that I would be more interested in. And I actually feel like I gravitated towards doing this because of the fact that, like, like I have friends who run clothing brands, and I have a lot of respect for them. Really, when I think about their career, they're kind of just like putting a logo on different clothes over and over and over. And like, there's a lot of creativity within that, but I also feel like I would get really fucking bored over time. Whereas like talking to a different person every day is just a different challenge. You know, mm. I rode BMX for like 20 years mm. and at a certain point it just became like, I can't just keep going to the skate park. I can't just yeah. keep driving around looking for a rail. Like this is just not keeping my mind satiated. You know, what was the worst interview you ever did? <laughs> I mean, the one that comes to mind is when I interviewed Boonk, and I, this is when we used to do everything live, yeah, yeah. and he shows up, and he's, like, blackout drunk or on pills or something. You want to tell people who Boonk gang is? Just Boonk was this dude who, in maybe 2016, 17, et cetera, he became viral because he would go on Instagram, and he would— he would, he would like go to steal a, something. Yeah, he would, he would yeah. grab a piece of fruit or you know a hamburger from your fucking restaurant and then run away and scream "boom gang" into the camera. And this is like early Instagram. Everybody's incredibly impressed by this. And I, I, I he, he was getting fucked up on drugs at this at this time. And we had an agreement for him to do an interview, but we're live. And he shows up, and I have almost no staff. There's like one guy smoking a blunt in the parking lot, right? <laughs> and like I don't, I can't get him to not come on camera. I keep telling him no, like I'm not doing this. Like get the fuck out of here. I'm not interviewing you like this yeah, and he's like come on come on. we're gonna do it he's like he's done yeah yeah and then he sits down he does this interview it's so fucking stupid it's just him repeating himself over and over and then when he gets up to leave he fucking collapses and smashes his forehead uh. on the wall <laughs> and like i'm in hawaii the next like week and some fucking waiter is like i loved when that guy passed out in his head on the wall. I'm like, <laughs> That was a big moment of me realizing, like, the dumbest thing that ever happens on my show is going to be way viral. more viral than a yeah. great conversation. But, like, yeah. that kind of thing, like, I remember there's a New York rapper, Sosa Geek, that I interviewed. Who okay. I watched some other interviews with him, and he seemed super full of life and, like, just so full of energy. And then I interviewed him, and he comes in with a big-ass bottle of lean. And it was just like, uh, you know, just nothing to offer. Like, I was just like, why couldn't you have given me the Molly version of yourself? (laughs) Yeah, you're not against drugs. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to take an upper and come on the podcast, that's all right by me. I mean, you know. Is I'm there like, a drug that makes for a better interview? Yeah, Coke, Molly, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be you're like a fucking lunatic on camera. That would be great. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I've had some spaced out, um, like, mushroom experiences, hmm. weed can sometimes get you there, you know, not yeah. Andrew so much, but oh my God. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. I can't well. do it. Like, you don't even feel high right now. No, you just so. smoke before. But the, so. the downers. On camera, oh, like I, I don't want the people I interview to take fucking ecstasy and shit because obviously it's very dangerous. But if they had to, if they did, if you're gonna do something, I would rather you go on that spe- side of the spectrum. Whereas I've had people come on on Xanax and they're talking like five words per minute. You've never had anyone like too drunk, right? Just like no one comes on. I feel like drinking would be the most obvious thing to do when you go on a podcast, but it's because you don't have mm. alcohol at your space. Yeah, like here. yeah. I never see people really drink. I guess uh, the Crip Mac. <laughs> Uh, guy, and that was fascinating to see that bubble up. Well, he's different levels of like drunkenness, stoneness, and just on the like the uh, schizophrenic spectrum. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's he's talked about being schizophrenic before, so like he could kind of just come in a completely different version of him on any given day, which is really fun. Yeah, the one that stands out to me of people getting too drunk was we we met these girls on the street at the store. Oh, yeah, we girl. start talking to them. They're like. 
big fans and they want to fuck. And this is back in the day before the. They just came up and propositioned you. She wasn't there. Tim. So I get on FaceTime. I'm like, yo, these girls are cute and they want to fuck. And uh, she comes through. We're on the podcast. And as, as soon as they said they wanted to hang out like that, I fucking sent one of the employees to the store to buy a bottle of Hennessy. Within maybe 10 minutes of the podcast starting, one of them was in the bathroom puking her fucking face off. <laughs> no. yeah. And then the other ones bad. tried to abandon her and leave her with us. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, babysitting. I don't want her here anymore. You have to take her away. And so that was a real learning experience about alcohol what? on the podcast. And did you guys kill those girls? Or <laughs> What? No. <laughs> they went on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, oh, you had them back on? A few times. Oh, okay. That's yeah. like a meme in uh, No Jumper, I, the Blackout Girls. The Blackout Girls. I got a cease and desist from fucking Tristan Thompson because they- no. Oh. They're talking about banging him while he was married to what's her name, Kardashian. Yeah. Wait, he's cheated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? He sent cease and desist? His legal team got in touch, yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Who's the biggest cornball that you've experienced in Hollywood? <laughs> I don't want you to actually get in trouble. You don't have to say anything. But I'm just like, I imagine you're interacting with these people and you have a certain, like, um, you have a le- level of, like, connection, but you don't rely on them for anything, so you can actually be real with them. Right. And then you get to see if someone's corny or not. Mm. Is anybody, like, really let you down? Anybody in the industry? Like, is there anybody that you were really excited to meet and you're like, oh, fuck, this is all fabrication. For like, your sure. Whole personality. I'm, I'm combing the inside of my brain trying to think of somebody I could name that I wouldn't get I don't want to get you into a situation. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt like a leading is. question. I don't want you to, but I am curious because there are very few people that are in Los Angeles that yeah. are not directly plugged into Hollywood. But I interview almost nobody who's tapped into that world. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. even, I don't no, interview no, some actors. Mu- some musicians, I think. Sometimes, but most of the musicians I interview are really, like, not on that type of time. You know? hmm. Like, a lot of our biggest, like, my biggest interview this year, I got three million views from interviewing this dude, 1090 Jake, who's a, a yeah. white blood from Massachusetts. That's another thing I text you about. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just watching white gang members. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I, the, the 1090 Jake, the Milk Gang okay. guy, yeah. Yeah. Pino. Right. I'm seeing them all beef with each other, and I'm watching their shit. It's unbelievable. 1090 Jake, just for the people at home, and shout out to Pino, because I think he's a good guy, but he uh, basically was able to go into the legal system and spend money to obtain a copy of a 13-year-old interrogation that this dude Pino had done where he got arrested for somebody was stealing something, and he's basically snitching in the video. He's like Mm -hmm. talent on some girl that was involved with it or whatever, and... uh, 1090 J got a 13-year-old video of him in the back of a police station doing this interview and made a YouTube video about it, which right. that really tells you a lot about what's going on in this YouTube world. Because, I mean, if, if you were to get pulled into a police station and they were talking to you about something tomorrow, yeah. are, are you even thinking that there's a chance that that video becomes public? Mm. Adam, I'm snitching. Right. <laughs> Let me just tell you But, right like, now. 13 years later, like, that just really blew my mind. The, the, the level of this bullshit has really changed. Yeah. I mean, there's money there. Yeah. When there's money there, people are going to keep making the videos. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because some of y'all need to wake the fuck up, okay? You got video games to play, dorks. And the way you're going to stay at playing them video games all night is with Gamer Subs, okay? G-G. Gamer Subs has got your back. I could tell you all the different nutrition details and how it's actually healthy, how it's actually uh, the best form of energy, about how it's a vegan and keto and all this other stuff. You don't give a fuck, okay? What you want to know is that it comes with a waifu cup, okay? Do you know what a waifu cup is? Of course you do. You're a nerd. You play video games. You jerk off to anime. What I'm trying to say is... If you go to Gamersups.com, that's G-A-M-E-R-S-U-P-P-S.com and use the code FLAGRANT to receive 10% off of your order, 
You gonna stay awake playing them games all night long. You are welcome. I gotta tell y'all about the best motherfucking bongs in the business. Does your bong have glycerin chambers? No, that's why your throat's scratchy. You coughing all the time like a little bitch. If you got the glycerin chamber and you're freezing that bad boy, that smoke's gonna come through delicious. You don't even know about it. Take bigger rips. Okay? Bigger rips, hotter chicks. That's a saying. No, it's not. It's not? No, it's not. Well, it should be a saying, okay? Bigger rips, hotter chicks. Look at that glycerin chamber right there. Insert that thing in there. Boom. Smoke. Y'all already know what it is. Best pipes in the motherfucking business. The smoothest glass pieces at everyday great prices. You go to thefreezepipe.com and use the code flagrant for 15% off your order. That's thefreezepipe.com. Code is flagrant for 15% off. Shop today. Your throat and lungs will thank you. Let's get back to the show. What I'm curious about is like, do you have to uphold the code? Like you're doing these pods with all these gang members. They have their own code. Do they look at you like a square and they go, okay, you don't have to operate like us. Or because you're operating with them, you have to uphold it. I think there's a lot that's expected of me in terms of just not. You know, obviously, if I were to talk to a cop about something that was said on my podcast, like, but, but can you hang with bloods? Oh, yeah. So yeah. even the dudes that you, you, you roll with that are crip or cool, they don't with expect it? any of that kind of shit from Okay. Me. No. And even most of the crips in LA don't have problems with the blood specific. It's like set per set. Yeah. It's like they'll have a problem with this neighborhood and this neighborhood and a bunch of crip neighborhoods, et cetera. It's not like crips versus bloods at all. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, like, I mean, but okay, this is one thing. A lot of people think that I'm having conversations off camera with rappers about street shit that they would never say on camera, which I I also consider that kind of part of the code that when I, I know that Fred O'Bang and NBA Youngboy, for instance, like people around them have killed each other, basically. They're like both parts of opposing gangs. There's all kinds of murders tied to the beef between them and stuff. I'm very close with Fred O'Bang, had a lot of long, in-depth conversations with him. Never has it crossed my mind to be like, okay. Who killed Young Boy's cousin? Who who killed this guy? Like I don't uh, ask them that kind of shit, and I don't think they would tell me if I asked. But I don't I don't ask that kind of stuff because it's like why do I need to know that? You know, and yeah, me as a rap fan, I, I would like to know, but I don't I don't cross that line. So I don't feel like even if there was a cop in my face trying to get me to tell him everything I know, incriminating about rappers, mm-hmm. I can't really think of almost anything that I know that isn't already out there that like right. you know it's like just i don't really wade into like wanting to know that kind of Whoa, stuff that's crazy has, it, has an interview ever been used in a deposition not mine i heard about a nick cannon interview being used against ar ab i believe who's doing like 50 years uh, right now yeah the philly uh yeah, yeah we interviewed him once on idiots yeah oh wow i think i think we had ar ab on yeah. idiots once ar ab uh i don't want to call him an idiot but if you go watch the videos of him snitching on himself it is mind-blowing. Hopefully, there's never another person who snitches on themselves like that in interviews because he's really in some of these old interviews being like, I, was, I robbed so-and-so for these bricks and I fucking like ordered this and that. And it's like, just search Arab snitching. It's like some of the most mind-blowing shit you'll ever see on YouTube. Okay, now that they're using the lyrics yeah. to get these dudes in court, crazy. how much does the music change? One, and two, will we ever see real street rappers again yeah 
I mean, I think they'll always find a way around it because a lot a lot of it's like really coded language. Mm. Like when I look at some of the Instagram stories or whatever from these dudes in the Bronx who are like the craziest drill rappers ever. Yeah. To a normal person, you would not read this and think that this was like basically them talking about murder. Yeah. But they use like a lot of really weird slang and shit that it would be very— And, and that's not just for the courts. That's because— you know, if you were to write, like, I, so-and-so killed your brother on your Instagram story, it would probably get taken down, right? Right. But if you write, like, something more coded and use slang uh, and shit like that, like, oh, yeah. so a lot of times I'm reading this shit and I have to read over, like, two or three times before I'm like, <laughs> ah, that's what they're getting at. Or even, like, we've put out videos where there was K-Flock, who's currently facing a murder or whatever. Like, he, uh, he had a vlog that we did, and on one of it, one of the dudes around him is saying, hey, we smoking rah-rah. And then I find out that Rara is this like 16-year-old kid in the Bronx who got murdered. Oh, I thought it was weed when you said that. Well, yeah, but they call their they they say that they put their dead ops in a blunt, right? Oh. So at this time when I heard that, I didn't know that they were talking about it. And I mean, I, you know, I, I don't really want to like celebrate that. I probably would have bleeped his name if I had been able to, because yeah. that shit is just like a little. But you have no idea. While, while I didn't know at that time. You're just like agreeing with him on video. You're like, yeah, we are. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. I don't want to be Do a part you of cut that. Things out if you think it'll get the person in trouble. Because I, I know like uh, Vlad used to take slack for that. Sometimes, if it seems over the line. Or, or we'll cut it out if it's like, like I just don't want my platform to be used for, like, actually aggravating gang beats, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah, if a rapper yeah. wants to sit there and say, I have a problem with this rapper and here's why, that's that's one thing. If a rapper's going to sit there and say, fuck blank, and there's all these words for different gangs that, like, you know, you're not really even supposed to say or whatever. I mean, the obvious ones is that, Crips call bloods slobs and bloods call Crips crabs. Right. And so, like, you know, I would never let somebody say that kind of shit on the podcast. Because it's it, just instigating. It's, like, almost guaranteed to cause bloodshed, you mm. know? So it's, like, there's stuff like that. If you want to say, I don't like this rapper or I don't like this guy over here or whatever, that's one thing. But when they're throwing this, like, whole – because that's, like, the kind of thing that's just going to aggravate so much tension. And it's like, people start pulling up to the studio, you guys are potentially in danger. Yeah, I mean, how I are you not more worried about? It? I'm more. <laughs> yes, I don't think I don't they're going to take it. They're not so going to take it out. Like, but I don't want to be a part of it either. Way. You say I that, think it downplays you never know. everything to me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but like, I could see somebody doing something dumb for clout. Like, you see people doing dumb shit for clout all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it you know, and it's like. I don't understand how you're just so calm about everything. I want to know what your life like. He's a hard man to argue with. <laughs> no, besides argue, just like in life, like what? Like how do you not? Do you get anxious? Are you? Yeah, I mean, every time he leaves for work, like little scenarios go through my head, and when he comes home, I'm like, okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. And especially after the like, you know, it was a fake gun, the incident on Melrose, but like that was definitely scary. Yeah. Um. But you know, we, we live even with like from. Even with like 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 I'm sure there are people like get obsessed with you like with the porn stuff like do you worry about that like people creeping trying yeah, to like I worry yeah. a lot about like the people who pretend to be me online and then will convince someone that they're in love with me and they have a relationship with me and uh, you know oh. they'll use like photos of me and my daughter and act like we're like some poor family we need money and then oh. you know they'll discover me online and they'll think like but like I was in love with you this whole time and so they'll send me crazy amounts of emails and I just have them all in a harassment folder like I just collect them so that if I ever needed to use them for a police report I could but that's the kind of shit that does scare me I mean I haven't been like 
She doesn't have, like, the real stuff. Yeah, I haven't had any, like, weird following situation going on like that. But it's always, like, some guy in the middle of America who, like, was sending me money and thinks that, like, we have a real relationship. Whoa. And he's not actually sending you money. No, he's sending it to probably a dude. Just fucking straight to a dude who's checking on him. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. There was a guy that, that pulled up to my apartment building. That happened to him. And he's come multiple times. Wow. wow. Came multiple times, somehow got into the apartment. He was like knocking on the fucking apartment door and he's like, No, I we're engaged. Like I gave her twenty thousand dollars so she oh, could do this. No. He came with luggage and everything. Wait, there's just someone else that lived in the building? And the the person that opened the door, like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Like, I'm a guy. This girl doesn't live here at all. That's crazy. So this shit is, is real. It, this it happens, happens a lot. So much. I mean, every day on Instagram, Instagram will suggest to me to follow a page that is using fake photos of me. Like it's that. <laughs> that you would like these pictures. <laughs> I just block them. And all the I, I had yeah. a girlfriend before her who was like kind of like a much less known influencer. She had like ten thousand followers, and she had a stalker that was so bad. He was showing up at her house, showing up at her work. Like the craziest shit. And she was very much like not that well known. And this guy just invented this scenario in his head. And this is so early in her career is like, you know, doing shit on camera. And it was it was nuts. And it was nuts for me because I lived on the other side of the country. She lived over here and I couldn't do anything about it. You know? Yeah. Um, Fuck, you're powerless. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. I mean, you could have moved there to L.A. (laughs) Or the Middle East. Yeah. Even better. Probably He'll so. never find her there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, are you popular in Armenia? I feel like Armenians have a weird relationship with my job. It's the same thing with Kim Kardashian. I think most Armenians are like proud that she's put Armenia on the map as a real place that yeah. like you can barely find when you look for it. Yeah. But then she got her start like with a sex tape. Yeah. So and they're very conservative. I actually got an email recently that scared me. It was like, I'm surprised the Armenians haven't given you showed you your lesson yet. Because Armenians can get very aggressive and like there's Armenian gangs and stuff that she are she told me very sketchy. Very early on, she said, Hey. I know you joke around a lot. I know you make fun of different groups, et cetera. Don't disrespect the Armenians. You just got to say They don't play. Mere kunim boza. You just got to say Something about fucking your mom. Oh. No, I'm not going to say it today. <laughs> <laughs> I will not say that. It's very like Italian mafia type. Okay. Like, Real talk. Yeah. language. You know, yeah. these gangs yeah. like speak very cryptically. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Like, I don't know. Hey, you guys have just such an interesting relationship. You're doing all these things, operating these spaces that are like supposedly taboo, yet with so much normalcy in the way that you treat each other and the way you treat everyone around you. Mm. So it's hard to not pay attention. It's hard to not look. Like, I'm, I'm so curious, like, your kid, like, are are you going to have, what standards are you going to have for your kid? What rules are you going to have that they can't break? Like, what would they be okay? Would you be okay if your kid was in a gang? Would you be okay? Yes. Really? I would encourage it. No. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, like, no, I mean that. Like, not like, okay. Not okay to be in a gang. Not okay. And even porn or even doing OnlyFans. Like, I'm sure these are things that you're going like, okay, I'm going to get asked this. They're, they might ask. Luckily, we've got about 18 years before we got to cross that bridge. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think if she wanted to do, you know, her thing... Uh, I would guide her in, like, a way that I would watch out for her. I would hope she would choose something different just because of the stigma and because of the fact that, like, every girl I know who does OnlyFans and porn has body dysmorphia, has fucking anorexia, has some sort really? of thing where it's like you're really focusing on your physical appearance so much to the point where I feel like it's kind of bad for your mental health. And, and I won't put that on every single girl, but almost all the girls that I talk to. And really, it's like a 
just a common thing in LA. But yeah. um, that is something that I fear for about her, even with just like, you know, someone approached me about like child modeling um, when she was six months old. And I was yeah. kind of like, do I want her to audition no. her face? Like, and then already? Lose? Sorry, you didn't get <laughs> yeah, it. Why? You're you not know? pretty enough as yeah. a six Exactly. Year. And so it's like, I don't want to necessarily yeah. like teach her those values. I want her to know that she's creative and intelligent. Um, but if she was like, mom, this is exactly what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. And this is my plan. Uh, and I'm going to be safe or whatever. Like, how? who am I to tell her, like, no, you cannot do that? You know, when I did that. Imagine having that conversation of like, listen, no, you have to go to law school and we're going to spend $80,000 a year <laughs> for you to do, to maybe get a job as a clerk yeah. And then you're going to make like $80,000 a year and you're going to have, uh, uh, you know, all this student debt. I, I guess we're going to pay that. So she won't have student debt. But like, <laughs> yeah. I, I do imagine that kind of being a hard conversation at a certain point. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I would just hope that they would go down a lot of different roads and try different things before they decided to make that decision. Because we see a lot of chicks who get into OnlyFans at 18. Fucking She's day crazy. of. Yeah. Really? And that to me, I mean, but then you talk to a lot of girls like, and, and you realize that they were planning on it since they were 15 or like yeah. they always felt like they knew that they wanted to do this, which even that is kind of like, wow, what a fucking society we live I'm in. I'm so glad I didn't get into it till I was 25. Like I went to yeah. college, I graduated, I almost went to grad school. I just like lived a very different life than life I have now. And it was a very... Uh, you know, direct decision that I was going to do this thing. It wasn't like, oh, that looks like it could be fun and glamorous, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like dangled in front of me in that way of like, oh, look at my car I got from OnlyFans. She was a blue hair lesbian for a long time. I did not have I remember hair. this. Oh. No, in college, you But were... I was like a hairy chick that didn't shave and like, <laughs> you know. That, that's a lesbian. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, I did have basically. a girlfriend. I was a lesbian, yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. I had a girlfriend for like all of college. Yeah. All four years of college? Mm -hmm. And then he turned you back to guys? No. no that was a bunch of other guys later. turned it back to guys. Then okay. I got I had my whole face. Business. And then I got no, but wiped she, up. She said that the other day that she is so thankful that I didn't introduce her to the idea of OnlyFans. Because if I had introduced her, her to it, then she would have always had to wonder, yeah, like, like, did I really choose this? Yeah. You know, oh, for myself. Because yeah. I do see it with some people where it's like maybe the guy's in porn and then it gets the girl in. Of course. And probably the porn thing is like better than what she was doing before. She was just working for an hourly wage somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, I would always make me wonder, like, did I do this for myself? Yeah. And like, the, could I be proud of that? The body dysmorphia thing that you brought up is interesting because, like, you see women's bodies changing and like the expectation of how they should look changing, mm -hmm. right? Like even like lips or cheeks or all these like fillers and these types of things. And it's like a girl who doesn't have it seems like she's missing something for the category. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering if like the average girl going into porn already sets up what she's going to get done. Like, Oh, is for sure. For really? sure. Well, I think, first of all, a lot of the girls who get into porn or have gotten into porn previously started as strippers. And that's like a, a number one place where you're like, oh, well, she's getting more tips because she has boobs you and I don't have boobs. That, yeah, so I'm going to yeah, save yeah. up my money and I'm going to get that. But like, we were just talking about how here, like the plastic surgery and the filler thing is way different than in LA. Like oh. LA, every girl has filler in her lips. And yeah. if you don't have it, like, I feel like I kind of stand out as someone who doesn't have really massive lips. Yeah. And uh, it's weird. So, like, yeah, there is a standard. Like, but you say in New York, it's not as No, you don't right? see it yeah. that much. Way less fake tits and yeah. shit. It's very interesting. Mm. And even the way that girls dress here, like, everything's yeah. super baggy. Like, mm. it's almost I like mean, they're cold, trying to. it's usually. So, it's even like. In the, even summer, the summer. They, yeah. they Baggy in the summer? But we, yeah. we know some porn girls who clearly 
you know, they they treat their fucking face like a like a guy who's really into cars treats his car. Oh, where really? It's like they want to do every single thing that they possibly can to make their face prettier. You know, she's done barely anything to her body or face. But you know, I have my schedule. Scene, I'm like, know? oh, I'm going to get wrinkles in three months. I got to get that. Because it, it shows. It's like everything to make yourself you look on your head. more Sorry. youthful uh, <laughs> because it's your career. I mean, that's why, like, having a kid and then coming back was really hard. Like, were you were you worried a little bit? Um, I feel like I'm going to be more worried on baby number two. I'm like, I put my, my body through the ringer and she still looks pretty good. But what happens the second time around? You know, like how many times can you get inflated and then deflate? Yeah, because I've been amazed at the level. I mean, and she eats super fucking healthy and she I exercises whole like crazy. Yeah, like she, now, but. she got her, her waist small again so fucking fast. But, mm. you know, a lot of girls are just, they're just literally tuning themselves up every couple months. And you see how they get fucking pathological about it at a certain point. And sometimes they look great, but you're also just like, you could have not done all that stuff and, and you still would have looked great. Yeah. I'll have like a fucking 20 year old girl on the Patreon or whatever talking about her body and how, and she looks fucking great. None of us would even think that she yeah. should get surgery. And she's like, no, I'm going to get a BBL. Wow. And it's like, you, you know, you could do that at 25. Wow. You could yeah. do that at 28, 30. Yeah. You're 20. Do, like, are you able to suggest don't. against it? Like, is that stepping but out? But it doesn't work for someone who has the mindset already, mm -hmm. like their whole life and waiting to get a nose job or whatever it is. Like, you're really not going to be able to convince them. And I do agree that, like, if it, if it makes that person happier, then, you know, they should be able to do whatever they want. But it is a slippery slope when you come in but and it, you feel like you have to make yourself stand out and go crazier tricky. and crazier. That's where it gets tricky. It's like make yourself happier. But if the happiness is a goalpost that continues to move, yeah, then you're going to be carved up and fucked. Like and something. the most beautiful girls in the industry are the most fucked. They're like, I need a forehead shortening surgery. Like, things I've never no. even heard of uh, before. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're... I could use that. Unbelievable. <laughs> I actually could probably... They'll make up surgeries that just don't exist. I'm like, how could you possibly think that about yourself? But I'm I'm not, like, any better. You know, I'll look in the mirror and be like, ah, oh, if only... The, you know what I mean? And so that's, what, that's my fear about someone getting into the industry is, like, the things that I have to deal with and other girls have to deal don't with. Don't you guys manage some of the girls now we have a couple girls yeah and so are you like coaching them like hey you guys don't need to do this to no because Yo. the first girl that we signed is a great example of that it's this girl sky breeze she's from pennsylvania she's, she's been, like perfect right her body is amazing and yeah. you know she's definitely like having conversations with other girls and i don't know if she's really mentioned it to you but you know we have to kind of like remind her like you look great. Like, yeah. maybe think right about now. getting surgery years <laughs> no, and years. Because she, she, she's a guys. beautiful girl. She's yeah, beautiful you look girl. at her in person and you're like, no one's dimensions and proportions are actually supposed to really look like this in person. Yeah. Like, I could see a model in a magazine yeah. being a little more modified to look that way, but she really looks like that in person. And she's so tall. Hmm. While we get her up, um, have you ever thought about just gaming? Like, I feel like if you're a hot chick and you play video games, you just are rich. They have that already. I mean, how many do it? There's a lot like, of and the girls in the industry are really getting into Twitch, but it takes so much time. Like, uh, yeah, think about time. parenting. Her as a mom, like, <laughs> I, I think that would be probably like one of the main things I would suggest you do is just stream on Twitch or YouTube regularly. But I mean, being a mom, jeez, yeah. it's not efficient, you know. Yeah. So that's like why I hated camming and things like that. The the making the videos and just selling them over and over again makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I guess. And Twitch like makes it hard. Like they can't be in bikinis and stuff like that. There are oh, some girls that are really uh, toeing the line and they're doing really well. Mm. Are you back on Instagram yet? 
It depends on what day you ask me. Right now I have eight Instagram. It's not my original Instagram, but yeah, it's like every day I'll wake up and it's either why? gone. Why did... Uh... Ask fucking Instagram. I don't know. She had none of the plug, got it up to like three and a half million. Yeah. That disappeared one day. She's gone through hell trying to get it back. Not sure where that stands, but she has at free Len of the plug, which is up some of the time. But it's like, yeah. it's it's just, Instagram makes it so unbelievably easy for people to game the algorithm and target girls that they don't like. So, so many girls in the porn industry, even, and I know there's a lot of girls who get deleted just because they're fucking dumb and they upload all kinds of crazy shit, right. nudity, they link directly to their OnlyFans, et cetera. But there's a fuckload of girls, including the biggest girls in the game who, who just don't really post anything particularly explicit, but dudes have a grudge against them or whatever, and they're able to target them and get them taken down. And Instagram just has no answer to this. They refuse to acknowledge it. They refuse to do nearly anything about the problem. And the problem is that there's this whole like shadowy underworld of dudes charging money to get girls their Instagrams back, either because they know mm-hmm. a Facebook employee or whatever. And I mean, a lot of this has been well-documented. I had a girl uh, named Kitty on my podcast who told me all about how she got her Instagram deleted. So she goes on LinkedIn. She starts finding a bunch of different Facebook employees and then systematically banging them until one of them got her Instagram <laughs> back. Yeah. And I then she, let's go. This became a huge story. Taylor Lorenz tweeted about it. All of a sudden, everybody's fucking covering it. And then guess what happened? She gets her Instagram deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to happen from the second the story went out. Wow. Yeah. I kind of yeah. almost felt bad putting it out since I was pretty sure that that was going to happen. She got an OnlyFans spike from this. At least she got, yeah, she got a bunch of attention from it, but it's like the, the system is so fucked up. Adam Moriarty, give me a fucking meeting. <laughs> Is they, he the guy from? He's Instagram. the head of Instagram, and like mm-hmm. he went yeah. on the Breakfast Club, and it was just like the most. Tell Charlemagne it was pathetic because they just if they could have had me sitting there like a like Tim Pool when they fucking broke into the Twitter, dude, I could have fucking laid into him because there's so much bullshit that happens. Well, on you know the what happened to Duval too. What? Duval's Instagram gets taken down every week. Right. And, and there's I, nothing he can do about it. He's spoken to them. Exact same situation. I think that some people get a target on their back. Yes. And I think they don't even try. Yeah. So I think they don't even try to make sure that you can exist. On I get deleted for impersonating myself all the right. time. What? Yeah, so I have like a photo of a heart as my default picture so that you can't target me for impersonation because it's like not me. There's this guy, uh, <laughs> wow. dope yeah. there's this guy, Yola. He has a podcast. This is Kitty? That's Kitty. God damn. I thought it was Yomi Park. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Yomi Park No, is, I don't, but it sounds fun. The North Korean defector who got the huge tits who was on Rogan that ate rats. Oh, what? I didn't know about that. Ate That's rats? Oh you God. didn't see that? No. Bring up Yonmi and them soups. But this this dude, Yola, has he's on his 28th Instagram <laughs> okay. just for being a dude who smokes weed. Yeah, that's that's too much. They just take him down, all left and right. He barely posts it anymore, and they just won't let him exist. She defected? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's hot as shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she did that, bro. Yeah, you got to sign her. I don't know if that's a... Yo, can <laughs> we get Yonmi Park on OnlyFans? I would love to. She has some nice boobs. She seems like she could do great. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's crushing. She's absolutely crushing. Okay, so you guys are in the city for how long? Uh, a week. Yeah. yeah, we're leaving Wednesday at 6. When do you guys get to just do shit? 
you know, with y'all? Like, go to dinner, like, do vacation. Like, when We're is, like, family time? We haven't time, taken like, any vacations, just us two. Yeah. yeah. So, so we got a bunch of trips this summer. And we, we came out here with my mom because with the yeah. kid, it's like— I know. You're we just, needed to get your mom on. Yeah. We had a whole thing planned. Can yeah. we talk about that? Yeah, tell them. Right, so I had this big idea because I've never had a conversation with my mom about the fact that we do porn. And so I text never? Andrew. and what? I Huh? You never had a conversation? She 100% knows. She totally oh, she gets knows. it. And she just kind of chooses to turn a blind eye. She's very, very polite. So she yeah. says she's never even watched one of your podcasts. So it's not like yeah. she's not just paying attention to the porn. Yeah, because even her <laughs> watching me like swear and that smoke weed, she might not be super hyped on watching that. But, yeah. but anyway, I told Andrew, I go, I have an idea. It's my mom's birthday. Today, my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. And I said, Happy birthday. Let's have my mom come on the podcast and you can ask her about me doing porn for the first time, embarrass the shit out of her, do some real Bam Margera shit. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, I, I basically told, I guess, my sister or my brother-in-law, they were so worried about how she might react so that they spoiled the yeah. fucking joke and told her. She's the nicest lady. She's a retired <laughs> Dude, you should still wish her a happy birthday. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, you, I think we should call her, bro. I wanted to bring <laughs> yeah. some Bam Margera energy to the table. We gotta do she it. She wanted to punk me. Did, can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I did, dude. So she's aware. Can... Can I ask? Can Parker I just might it be up? sleeping. No, but don't, we'll don't, don't, don't go crazy. Just say happy birthday. I'm just going to ask him to say happy, birthday, happy you know? birthday. You know? Close to you, Mike. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have to talk about you being in the Illuminati also, remember? Oh, yeah, okay. I feel like old people don't answer their phone. All right, we'll see if she calls back. So, okay, um... Tell, tell me about how you're in the Illuminati. What? Um, Why is he in the Illuminati? <laughs> because he's part of it, dude. Right. He's part of, like, you know, the whole Clinton mafia. Yeah. So, uh... Break my, the whole thing down. My pops... Do you not know this? You haven't heard about this? You don't subscribe uh, to Illuminati? the channel. No. She doesn't know. Anyway... He's, uh, he's bona fide Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. What? It's yes! Real. I take back my uh, engagement ring. <laughs> you just wanted to show off the ring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I take back this ring. <laughs> um, my dad was kind of like a low-level Democratic operative, like, uh, you know, helping people's campaigns early on. He, in the early 90s, 92. Out. Out, you know, out, he know? was an alderman yeah. in the city of Nashua, New Hampshire. You know, it is what it is. It's kind of like as low as you could really be on the local governance totem pole. But he was doing his thing. And he wanted Dang. to be mayor or something. He figured he could turn it into something. I think we have a real skeptic on our hands here. But, uh, <laughs> Can we bust out some conspiracy uh, corner? Oh. Right now. Hold on. Hold on. This is. Wait for it. And action. Oh. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. As you were. As you were, Mr. 22. Okay. He, okay, New Hampshire. You kinda, Low level operative. Right. Like, yeah. You kind of have to win New Hampshire in the primaries, at least then, if you wanted to have a shot at oh, winning so the presidency. Kind of important then to be right. a low so, level operative in New Hampshire, right? He was <laughs> clever enough or lucky enough to serve on Bill Clinton's uh, first election campaign, you know, in, yeah. in New Hampshire. Helped him mm. win New Hampshire. Yeah. Probably realistically didn't play that big a role. Probably not. Probably not. Probably had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Last name is Grand Mason. Probably had nothing to do with it. <laughs> and then uh, my dad caught a charge, a federal charge for uh, mail fraud because he uh, allegedly was using his role as an alderman to basically get the construction company that he was employed by work, get jobs. What's an alderman for us dummies? It's just basically like 
a just, really, really low. It would be like a senator for a tiny municipality helping to make decisions gotcha, or whatever. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. and uh, he, he allegedly was using his power to get this, get more work for his his boss. Uh, the way he told me is basically that like the feds wanted to get his boss and that he wouldn't snitch on him. Mm. So he ends up having to do a plea deal. He does one year in federal prison around 1995. And then when- Plug talk. Right. And then when Bill Clinton leaves, uh, when he leaves office, Bill Clinton issues a series of presidential pardons, as they do. He issued like 30, I think, 40 pardons. So of all the people that Bill Clinton met in his life Mm -hmm. that went to prison, Mm -hmm. he chose to pardon someone who was already out of prison. But it made it so that he was no longer a felon and he could vote, which was very important to my dad. Wow. Helped him kind of clear up his name there. I would assume my dad has, uh, you know, not talked to Bill Clinton since or probably before that for like maybe 10 years. But Has he been on the plane? <laughs> There's been a lot of talk Has of that. He, I, no, he never knew. Uh, he never knew Epstein. He never went to the the island. Oh my gosh! You're hearing about this for the first time. I'm just like like the plane. No. Somebody made a YouTube video. <laughs> Somebody made a YouTube video about him in the Illuminati. You know, it's, you know, it's a fun. I thought it was just because your last name had Mason in it. That probably is Grand Mason. Like they're not even hiding it. <laughs> they're audacious. Like yeah, it does mean big house. Mm. But who's invited to the big house? Yeah. That's Should I not change my last name when we get married? I've been no, thinking, you absolutely. I've been thinking about you, avoiding you, it. And that is how you'll join the Illuminati, and then I'll get to tell you about all the cool shit we got going on. Oh, oh all right. That's how he has the connections to all these different people. You man. remember the stonecutters? The Masons? No, the stonecutters from The Simpsons? No. Damn. Why go? No, it's just like Homer had like a, bol- a giant boulder chain to him and shit. It was like the best episode ever. When he could yeah. drive underneath the whole city, cut traffic. <laughs> Oh, really? It's like you find out in the episode that everybody in the whole town is in the secretive group. Called the Stonecutters. The Stonecutters. Hilarious. <laughs> this is this awkward thing where you tell somebody about a really funny episode of a TV show. <laughs> not a they're not cultured in any yeah. way, so they have no idea what you're talking about. And then you just great. project the insecurity that nobody knows the show. <laughs> <laughs> When you two are walking around New York, who gets noticed more frequently? Hmm. Really? I did have well, someone yell under the plug when I was on the phone with my dad, though, and I was like, oh. Her content they, is kind of secretive. Not yeah. even that. Like, they can't run up. Like, we had Daisy Taylor on the podcast. You know Daisy Taylor? Mm-hmm. She's a trans porn star. Right. And it's like, she said, like, people will notice her and then make, like, a knee-jerk reaction to be like, Daisy, and then catch themselves because they're admitting <laughs> they like trans porn. Uh-oh. So, like, I imagine people notice you and they're about to be like, Lena, and they're like, with their girl, and they're like, oh. Yeah, does that, does that happen? A guy will see you and be like, uh, like, double take three times? Be like, It did it. happen to me the other day, and then the guy saw me later and was like, I like your work, but, like, your YouTube, too. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Trying to be it's supportive. Fine. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's fine. I just like I like your stuff. What is like, the best okay. way to be a porn fan? Yeah, how do you compliment a porn star the best? I think just saying hi, I like your work is totally fine. When you're like kind of weird and like, oh my god, like just don't get. It's weird, awkward when you know? they start telling you how hot, hot you are. Yeah, don't tell me Wait, that I'm that hot. Wait, that happens. That happens god, in front yeah. in front of you. Like you are the hot. No, not in front of me. But like you, at the porn convention, yeah, there's some oh, weird yeah, fans the over there. Porn here. convention, you see all kinds. Yeah, all of bets shit, are off. For sure. right? I feel like an elephant tamer when I'm at the porn. <laughs> Because I'm like walking her around, I'm rushing We're her through like groups hands of yeah, and like, guys are still like they're still just ready to propose. It's yeah, so it's weird. Fucked. Yeah, but I know I'm halfway famous because I see a ton of people googling me right in front of my face. Oh, They'll hilarious. look up. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like at a distance on their phone and glancing yeah. up at me. And I know- I know they're Googling me. And yeah. like kids come up to me with like YouTube with like they'll search no jumper and they'll be like, This is you. 
And that's always kind of weird. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's nice, but it's, I know it's not 100% clicking with them. Yeah. No, it's clicking. Yeah, a little click. They know what it is. Right. Now, have you ever been asked if you're a waiter because somebody recognized you but didn't know where from? <laughs> Wait, what? what? Like sometimes people go... <laughs> Like their brain, they, their brain is just yeah. trying to understand right. like who how you are. They know you. So they yeah. position you as another job and then they go, oh no, I watch you and your wife fuck. Oh, no, not a waiter. Has this happened to you? Yeah. What, like what different jo- jobs. Well, like you people- look much more like a waiter yeah. than he does, I'll be honest. Well, is this a jacket? <laughs> he has face. <laughs> is it, is it the ja- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would never be hired. <laughs> uh, can you tell me how your hair grew back? Oh, I uh, got surgery on it. Yeah, T-Rail did too. I'm going to air him out. And air him out. <laughs> we have a bunch of homies who did it. So I feel like the whole like porn world went kind to, of rubbing off on Went us. to Turkey or you went to... No, I went to Beverly Hills. And it was just... I mean, this is amazing. He got a fucking deal. He got that for free in Turkey, by the way. Who? T-Rail. Oh, I didn't know he went. Yeah. But you have to go to another country. That seems like a lot of work. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's crazy cheap. Actually, someone took a funny picture of like people coming back from Turkey, the flight back. Right. It's just a bunch of guys oh, with bandages yeah, yeah, yeah. on their fucking heads. I've actually had it done twice. So first I got all, time it, first I, time it didn't stay. No, it worked, but then I needed more. And it's like the first time I did it, there's two different types. There's one where they slice a strip yeah. of skin out the back of your head. You did the micros? I, and then the second one I did the where they remove a bunch of individual follicles. Let me see this. Rub, the, rub oh, the you back. can't see the scar. You can't. Uh, and I got a big fucking tattoo back there over it once uh, it healed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. it stayed though, dude. It's crazy. The surgery is getting so good. I want to get it again. But the follicle one. Let's talk about that again. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> done. Is ready to go. He's got a it's fried just egg the individual back. follicles. I mean, yeah. it doesn't hurt that bad. Like they give you a bunch of painkillers. I, I, I was still hiding it from my fucking uh, employees and everything when I did it. So I didn't go into work for a week. I just sat on the couch and watched TV. And then I go back into work. Nobody fucking noticed. And then one day we're on the podcast, and one of my homies, AD, was just like, "Just admit it." Admit you did it. <laughs> and I just started laughing in his face, and all of a sudden I couldn't deny it anymore. And I was like, yeah. But then me doing it has caused a shitload of people I know to do. Yeah, they start feeling more comfortable. Yeah, people are so fascinated by it. But now I feel like a lot of people fucking know about it. Whereas when I got it the first time, I'm 38 now. I got it when I was 28 when I first moved to Long Beach. And I'm, I didn't know you got it back in the day. Yeah. Before I, I met you? Yeah. And then I got another one after. But, but, I, I, didn't, I didn't want people to know then because I'm like 28. I'm feeling like this is so early for me to be getting it done. Like nobody I knew even had any fucking clue what it was. Now I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah every, I mean, now if you're not keeping it with uh, with the keeps or hymns or one of these, like you are getting the plucks. Yeah. It's a choice. Yeah. Like why wouldn't we? Yeah. Don't you Especially like it more? Camera. Oh, yeah, I love it. If you're I a like dude, your shape tattoo, but this looks great. If you're a dude, what could you do with money to increase your looks? Lie about how much money. The NBL <laughs> thing. You know, you could. You, what, what? You haven't heard about that? No. They put like a metal fucking oh, rod and stretch in your, your fucking legs. Oh, you yeah. can get like Make three inches taller. taller, yeah. 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 Or that guy that got the dick on his arm. That seems sad. Yeah, Al. Don't tell Al that. <laughs> no, don't tell Al that. Get that. You're going to get the. You're actually going to grow? Yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. if Al will be able to walk. <laughs> no, no, he's That's not. No, you can't walk for a while. Oh. Is it like a year? I think recovery? it's almost a year that you can't like exercise or run or anything like that. Imagine when the technology gets better if they could make you like six inches taller. Oh yeah, but it's <laughs> so gonna, painful. But it's gonna be fucked up because you're still gonna have these stumpy ass little. Arms. Yeah, you look like a T Rex. Yeah, that's why you can't go too much. Or you stretch out the arms a little bit too. Which is ah. that's now you're just out of control. You're gonna do all Bro. your fucking body parts. It's crazy. That there's no dick surgery to make your dick bigger. Oh, there is. There is. But, yeah. uh, does it actually work? A lot was... of porn dudes inject fucking silicone or some but shit. But it's like temporary. Ah. No, that's a different thing. They also inject some shit into their dick that makes it hard as fuck no. for like four hours. Stop. And I've had people. Cement. 
Uh, huh? That's crazy. They no. just like fill it up with like. It, it's a tiny stuff. little pinprick. <laughs> if you were, if you really want to learn about this, Rico Strong told me all about it in his interview. But he, uh, it's like you prick it, and your dick becomes like ridiculously hard. It, you're not gonna come, or if you come, your dick stays hard. And I guess it's like dangerous. Like you're not supposed to fucking do this, but old guys do it, and some porn stars do it. And if you ever watch a porn, and the guy really looks like he's just fucking the shit out of her for like a crazy amount of time, there's like a decent chance. But then a lot of the porn stars have this like goop that they fucking shoot into their dick that just kind of stays in there. And a lot of times if you see a dude where it kind of looks like he has like a permanent boner, like his dick doesn't get that much bigger when it gets hard, he's got these injections into it. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But they're all like illegal, right? They're not like supposed to be sold. I don't know how regulated they are. Maybe they have to go to another country or something. But. Do girls ever get not get wet? Do they just like, I'm sorry, I'm not wet today. Uh, I feel like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like that's a good ass question. Like, like we, we can't get hard. Can we got a responsibility. Right? We got to get our dick yeah. hard. Well, fuck, but y'all like, just gotta just. We suck dick. We get a lot of spit. Yeah. It yeah. goes everywhere. But also, I notice like when I go down on a girl, there's always like a taste down there, like a sweet taste. So I feel like a lot of girls will have to say go and put. Why did they do a ghost? No, they put like taste, like lube that has a taste to it in their pussy, so that before you go in, it's not dry. Oh, so the lube has a flavor. Yeah. Have you oh. girls ever told a girl she got to fucking wash it up? Have you ever well, been, like, wash it up? Well, all the girls, like, we all have, like, a time where we break and we go and do... And they put their little we, flavor on? We That's kind of cute. Like, at the dentist, when they ask what flavor yeah. toothpaste you want, you're like, oh, <laughs> run it up. Give me the cherry. Yeah, that's kind of fun. No, sometimes the girls have a little bit of an odor, but even the worst one that we've encountered was, like, not really. I honestly can't think of any situation on Plug Talk specifically where it was, like, that was awful. I'll never want to work with her again. She smelled ever. Mm. Who, who got the most fire pussy outside of your wife? I don't know who he's gonna say. Who? <laughs> Kira Noir. Who? 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 Kira Noir. Kira Noir. K I R A N O I R. So before we worked with her on Plug Talk, I did a, like a lesbian scene with her, and I think that was like one of my first times doing a scene where I was genuinely so turned on. I wanted her to come back and just fuck me off camera, and then Adam got to fuck her on camera, and we got to kind of like enjoy it together. She was, was just really making love to us. She had it the was softest wild. lips. She yeah. looked you right in the eyes. She was beautiful. It's great. I didn't, uh, you know, I thought she was hot before or whatever, but I really didn't expect. I mean. When, it, when it's past a certain point in terms of sex, it's like it goes beyond them being hot, and it's just like the vibe or like the yeah. aura they bring to it. Some you, girls, you believe like a sexual energy. Some girls like, fuck like they're like you're the love of their life, and for that twenty minutes, you just feel like you're being showered with so much affection. It's kind of weird for me because when the girls are really staring into my eyes, I feel like I'm kind of cheating on her. Yeah, and that kind of freaks me out. The funny thing is, the girls so that scary, I feel like yeah. we've had the most fun with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying, guys. That's so terrifying. You ever, you ever had that dream, that nightmare? Uh, yeah. Yeah, where you don't have any teeth and you're fucking somebody else besides your wife. <laughs> and you wake up and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my Lord, why are my I'm pants get wet? High. <laughs> um yeah, dude. No, so how do you how do you cope through that trauma? Like what is your, yeah. your what, do you, what do you do in that situation? Like when you're really worried about it. I just that. gotta remember that, you know, I love my girl and that yeah. I'm not she's just playing games with me. She's just doing it because you gotta remember she's doing it for the camera because yeah. to look up is kind of like the proper thing to do on camera. And it's really hard. What do you mean? When you're yeah. down there and you're trying to look all the way in someone's eyes, it's it's not really mm. like 
It's not, it's hard. Try it right now. <laughs> I can't. One of my eyes doesn't go all the way up. <laughs> it doesn't. There you go. They're tall and they're up here, and you have to be like looking pretty and looking all the way up. And you get a cramp, and yeah, it's all and it kind of hurts your head. Try it, bro. Keep what? that in mind try. for the thumbnail. I want to no, no, see. No, no. You. <laughs> Put something in. And then I have to look like lovingly, like. Some girls really have the that's love the crazy eyes. There's this girl that we did a scene with, Kate Presley, and like she's, she's hot, <laughs> but. Get her up. The way that she looks on camera is like fresh out the asylum. Like her eyes are just like, <laughs> like fucking blowing out of her head. Like she just looks nuts when she does porn, but it's like really hot and good on camera. But it's like she's she's clearly like paid attention to how she looks on camera and she and knows she's what leaning she's doing. into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second because y'all need to make some fucking money on my boy Izzy, the last style bender. Adis on ya, bringing that ass whooping. To International Fight Week. Vegas, gonna be crazy. Gonna be absolutely crazy. You know what Izzy does? It's money in the bank. And you're gonna be able to make even more money when you use our promo code over at MyBookie. Because they're gonna literally secure the first deposit bonus up to $1,000. And by secure it, it literally means you deposit $200, they're adding another $100 in there. You get $300 to gamble with. You already know you're dropping some on Izzy. Why wouldn't you want 50% more than what you could potentially win? This is a no-brainer. This is how the world works. This is how the rich get richer. They're letting you in on it, okay? My bookie puts the action in your hands so you can turn any day into a game day, into a payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Now, let's get back to the show. Today's video is sponsored by SeatGeek. If you didn't know already, SeatGeek is a ticketing app that makes buying tickets super simple. We've got the app on our phones. Bow! Okay? Movie, viral, they put all the tickets from all over the internet into one place to make buying simple from sports to concerts to festivals to comedy shows. They're all on SeatGeek telling you so many different events that I've purchased things on SeatGeek. Knicks games, Ed Sheeran concerts, so many different things I've gotten from SeatGeek. SeatGeek wants to make sure you're getting a good deal. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots. Green means it's a good deal. Red means it's bad. Don't worry, though. We got the hookup. Use the code FLAGRANT. You get $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. Think about that. That's $20 off your first purchase with the promo code FLAGRANT on SeatGeek. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. FLAGRANT, $20 off. Think about that. $20 off. Let's get back to the show. You know, the first time I heard about Plug Talk was your clip with the girl who was getting the pile driver and her neck. Oh, Adriana. Adriana, Yeah. yeah. That, Yeah, see, look, look at her eating that guy's ass. That could be you, Andrew. Yeah, dude. That could be you. I could be eating his eyes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have to be oh, lovingly. You have to do it lovingly, sick. dude. And look up. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the girl with the broken neck bone or whatever it is. Adriana, yeah. Yeah. That's a real, she's like a pro wrestler with yeah, this shit, bro. She's crazy. She, with us, we don't really do any positions that we wouldn't do in our normal sex life, to be honest. Like, we like to keep it very we like natural. To be comfortable. We basically treat it like we're just hooking up with Who's the girl on, top? on camera. Who's on top? We, we do switch, everything. Switch. Yeah, we switch yeah. all of them. You don't just go straight. Oh my gosh. Back. <laughs> 
Andrew doesn't believe in <laughs> Yo, being on come top. Come on, dogs. Man. What are we doing? Wait, like, just why do we get so successful he's to be on top? He's a princess, right? Like, bro. come on, I'm working all day. He's You're a, a pillow guy. Why are you staying thin for like if you're this, not planning on getting on top? No, I'm out yeah, here do like it, that. It, and then I, every pop, I hit him with a pop, and that's all. Every, every fourth stroke is a pop. <laughs> yeah, I a pop. You know, once you slow down, I hit you with a little pop. You pass the. So you're using blue juice to lay down? Yeah. Because it's fighting the rush of blood. Yeah, bro. They want to get on top of you and just grind that crap into you. Yeah, that's like a type of chick. That's it. The best type. (laughs) You described the best. Some girls only want to do that. Wait, you want to be on top the whole time? I mean, I get on top a lot. Yeah? He's a a good on top? I'm the pillow princess, but I do get on top once in a while. What's a pillow princess? You. 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 That's what I'm talking about, though. Right? On your back. <laughs> That's real G shit. Do you ever right? lay on your stomach? Say what? Do you ever yeah, yeah. yeah. I, lay, I lay on my side. Yeah, Sometimes I lay on my side. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ever put your heels no. behind your head? You ever yeah. do that? Sometimes. Every once in a while. Porn but really like, teaches you to enjoy missionary in your private life because yeah. missionary is really not that great on camera. It's like kind of at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. But then in real life, you can kiss them, you can look them in the eye, you can grab a titty, you can grab their ass. You know, it's like missionary is fucking great. We do a lot of missionary. But then, you know, if you're uh, doing it on camera, it's kind of whack. You're, like, covering her whole body. Yeah, you're you know? covering what everybody wants to see. That's the thing important people don't realize is there's a lot of, like, opening up where you, like, you yeah. want them to see the full insertion. Yeah. As opposed to when you're actually having sex where that would never even cross your mind. But, like, you got to you gotta open up a lot. You gotta. That's why you see a lot of fucking porn dudes who are doing this or this where they, like, put their arm behind their back. Because, you you know, your, your instinct when you're fucking a girl doggy is to put both hands on her ass. Yep. But as a porn guy, you really kind of want to leave that open so they could see what's going on. You ever tried doggy but you're laying on your back? Try that. Uh, you're just yeah. hitting it, and then you just lay back, and then you're just yeah. in the best play position play ever. That's what that's yeah. called. Play it's dead. called play yeah. dead. You never <laughs> tried play dead. Play dead. <laughs> you never tried. No, that we play one. dead. That's actually one of the best ones when they're fucking riding your dick from behind, and you can just sort of film fish and get all in there. <laughs> yeah, tuck it under the butthole. <laughs> fish, bro. Yeah. You go fish eye on the iPhone. Yeah, it makes your oh. dick look so much fucking bigger. It's like a skate part. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> my eye looks bigger. I'm over there like with a freaking alien head. <laughs> you're not worried about her at all. No. You gotta be careful because. Some of the angles you'll hit, the fucking seven head looks nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's what Dub says whenever he's on the outside of like the fisheye picture, right, and he outside. looks a little inflated, mm, and he's always like, "No, no, it's the fisheye, dude." Yeah, he thinks that the point five lens at the iPhone makes him look uh, like he has breasts. <laughs> he thinks it's just the point five. It's not. We've been trying to start an OnlyFans for Dub. <laughs> Actually, I'd crush. No, he does. He has he has amazing breasts for a, for a guy. He's like, and I mean this sincerely. You think I'm making this up? Take your like, shirt off. Let's go. I you and I, I'll <laughs> right take here. my shirt off with you, but we both have to take our shirts off. But he does have like an old. Remember, women's breasts back in the day had like a. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like they would they would come out to like almost like a teepee, mm, and like he has a 70s breast. From a woman. Yeah, Take your I, shirt off. Side think, by side. Right I think now. Dove could do it. Right now, two days before your honeymoon. This is not much, an episode of Two days talk, before dude. your honeymoon. Let's show yeah. what Italy is going to be getting with you shirtless for a week. <laughs> I right would now. be more than happy to do before and after, but you have to take your breasts Same out. Same time. Fair. <laughs> And we go. We take your breasts out, and Long then we toys. squeeze whatever's in them into those glasses. Le- right there leave your capris on. <laughs> take your shirt. We put that on Patreon. <laughs> Let's go. Let's. Take- <laughs> is there? Is, is, 
Well, a lot of guys ask me to like help usher them into the porn world, but I've never heard it pitched like this. Yeah, yeah because most guys don't go off their tits. Mm. I'm saying that guys' tits are going to be the new part of porn. Well, if Brendan Schaub's fucking assistant can make 100 grand a month. She was not making 100 grand a month. That's yeah. what they were saying, yeah. And they got yeah. mad at Rogan for exposing it, right? I mean, yeah. you can go see it. It's public information, isn't it? No. no. Not the oh, income. she had it private. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm into the feet. All right. Are but you a feet guy? Mm, You're a feet guy. Hers Love are calloused feet. and blistered wow. right now. So I've I been have more to... feet fans than the average girl, and I don't know why. I don't have cute feet. I will admit this. I have really big feet for what, how what short I am. What size are those? These are eight and a half. That's a fucking... As long as you're not in double ditch. No. If you're not in double ditch. Do you have like a read on feet, guys? Like if a guy's really into feet, does that mean he's like maybe weird in other ways? Yeah. What are you trying to say about me? Nothing. No, I'm just like you're trying to say something about me. I'm asking about her and her fans. Okay, so I've like worked with girls and they'll just start like licking my feet and putting them in their mouth and I'm like, oh, I really like this. So I kind of feel like I understand the feet I don't do anything sexually with them. You just want to look at them. I just think they look pretty like an ocean. But you never want to be <laughs> <laughs> This guy's a surfer. He's literally in the Say ocean what? all the time. He's if they surfer. don't have a pedi- I mean, drop an anvil on them. I, they have to be done right, and they have to be, like, beautiful and everything, but I, ju- I don't need to do anything sexual with them. I just think they're a beautiful part of the body. Okay, you don't want to touch them, nothing. Like your eyeballs. Okay. Right? It's like you can look at someone's eyes and be like, wow, you have beautiful eyes, but you okay. don't want to do anything sexual to the eyes. I hope eyes. not, yeah. Right? That'd be weird. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought you guys were more into kinky stuff. I feel like I'm kind of neutral about feet. Like, it's just, I don't really feel like I like when like. someone touches my feet or licks them. She likes a nice foot rub. Yeah, I like rub. nice light touching all over. So I like feet touching. But I feel like a lot of times I'll be fucking her and I'll just kind of shove the foot in my mouth and that kind of freaks her out. Because I'm, I'm not like easing my way okay. into it, you know? Yeah, like you golden put retriever. my foot in, in your mouth and then you stop and you went, did you walk outside barefoot? <laughs> 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 But did you, though? Did you? I had just taken a shower in front of him like five minutes before, and I'm like, if you're going to put my feet in your mouth. He tasted ground on you. He tasted ground. You got to eat a dog shit. He tasted ground. This is the equivalent of when he tries to get all kinky and put his fingers in my mouth, and I can smell the blunt on his fingers, and I'm thinking about, like, you didn't even wash your fucking hands, and you're putting it in my mouth right now. You're taking me out of it. So I had to get you back. That is true. It does take you out. Yeah, of course. His hand smell. I'm like a wine taster when I shove that foot in my mouth. Yeah. I can taste everything in the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, uh, there's hints of uh, uh, dog shit. Actually. And a Mexican possibly working? <laughs> <laughs> Barefoot. <laughs> oh, is that a Carhartt? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys still dirty talk? Um... We get, we I get into like, it. I feel like we we, we we talk more like lovey-dovey because our, our uh, porn life is like more dirty talk that I feel like we kind of swing it the opposite way. Where oh, we're like, yeah, like, I love you. Can you tell when you guys are like uh, saying lines that aren't natural to one another during porn? Like, can you tell when you're faking it a little bit? I would like to reveal something. Go. What? One time. She fake ate my ass. Oh. Wow. Like she got back that one time. Because normally, normally she does it for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How but one fake? time she just like, I don't know, the girl, the other girl's giving me head and she just decides to get back there. And I don't know if she smelled something, but she she wasn't licking my ass. <laughs> she was licking the area immediately above it. And afterwards, I just called her out in the car, like, what was that? <laughs> okay, okay. You had a post-game conference. Let me let me explain. <laughs> yeah, you please. Have really, really big butt cheeks. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. And and Yo. the girl's giving you head, but you're standing upright. Mm. What, I'm supposed to open the curtains and put my whole face in it? Like, yes. you need to bend over a little bit. Yeah, you need to Spread bend it. over, dog. Open me up. So I just like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, because I can't. 
can't get all the way in there. Plus, like, I'll lose a fucking eyelash. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, I keep wanting him to let me eat his ass in different positions, but he doesn't like feeling feminine, so he won't, like, bend over. But, like, that's better. So right. what's the most masculine way to get your ass eat? Like, like George Washington on the fucking boat? <laughs> yeah, 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 just like that. Yeah. I can actually see the outline of his penis head right there. That's crazy. No, the best way to get into it is you're just getting some head. She's yeah. getting it real, real sloppy. The spit is dripping down so she can't taste yeah. the fecal matter on your butthole. Nice. And then oh, oh, slowly your legs just kind of go up. It just gets deeper in there, you know? Yeah. Cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to hit the cannonball. Yeah, right. God, yeah you, let's all do it, bro. That's, right. <laughs> you that's a good position to get yeah. your ass. But that's in. that's too vulnerable for him. You can roll me yeah. around and hit it from a bunch, bunch of different positions. Yeah, it's wide open. <laughs> what position do you most want to eat it in? Ooh. Probably in that position. Sometimes he tries to sit directly on my face, and he's like twice as big as me. That's hot. And I'm like, okay, like, why? But like, I like to like lay her down flat and be like fucking her face, and then just sort of plunk your asshole down on her mouth. Yeah, that's. I like to be a little more in control than yeah, that. That's fire. Happy birthday, Mrs. Gray Mason. Uh, Don't mention her name. Real, real bummed that you missed the podcast today. Thank God, and she's not here. <laughs> an absolute banger. Thank God, she's not. <laughs> I'm she, so glad she didn't come. But You're it would have been really fun yeah. to talk about this, and she's sitting right there. Just imagine. Oh, that would have been. She would have left. She would have cried. Really? It would have been bad. <laughs> she's the nicest lady you've met in your entire life. I have a feeling. Mm. I have a feeling. It doesn't make sense that he came out of her. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. People have been saying that to me my whole life, but it hurts coming from me. <laughs> Yeah. She apologizes to me all the time for stuff. She's like, I'm so sorry. She yeah. feels like it's his fault when he does stupid shit. Yeah. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry he plunked his ass on your no, face after that, that blowjob. She doesn't know anything about that. I mean, we've talked about moms on the show in the past. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We talk a lot about our moms. Mm -hmm. And our moms all have uh, quite uh, big tits. <laughs> so we Same, talk really. a lot about <laughs> That's how I knew you are a real one, Adam. You know what I'm saying? If your mom got the heavies, oh that's God. what's up. I'm serious. We don't know for a fact. Wait, no, we, do, we do know about Mark, right? We know nothing do about we? my mom. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking embarrassed. He's scared to admit it. That's my point, like, okay? No, no, no. My mom no, is no, a no, pious no. woman, a woman of God. No, but it's fire to have a mom with super fat tits. Mm. We... <laughs> <laughs> we all love that. Well, That's she's starting to like kind of get put in the MILF category, don't you think? I mean, I mean you're, you, you are, are literally. literally. Mom. I'm not 18, so yeah, I'm automatically a MILF now. Is that the rules? Kind of, sometimes. It depends on your look, but, you know, some girls have a more, like, youthful look. We had a girl that someone was like, do you want to work with her the other day? And she swear to God, she looked 13. I was terrified of her. She had, like, the tiniest limbs, but it she was, like, 22. Wrong. I was yeah. like, I cannot. No way. She just but, looked yeah. too juvenile. So young. Really, like really a, like you, It looked like she put a filter on her face, those ones that just make you look so young. It would have been a creepy visual, like kind of, yeah. uh, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of people would not have necessarily like paid enough attention to be like, oh, she's a grown woman. Yeah, because right? they're not looking at the license at that point. They're just no. looking at the human that looks like a child. Yeah. yeah. Are there There's any like, porn trends that you think are too weird? Oh, like yeah. Like any stepsister yeah. thing, like the sister brother thing? Well, I feel lucky that we don't have to do that. Well, but. I feel like I get approached a little bit more like as in the MILF category. So I feel like they want me to do like mommy talk and stuff like that. And like, I'm definitely- hey, what, is that? what is that? I might just, be into that. <laughs> What's that? Do mommy some of that. Talk. Give us an idea. No, like, you know, talk about like my mommy milkers and stuff like that. Like, and I'm kind of- 
I'm not into that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> They're saying during the porn, please use the term mommy milker. What? Yeah. Okay. But I don't think you would like that. And like, feed, no, no. they want like their br- your breasts to be like fed to them, and mm. it's like weird. Because your mom's Scottish. So oh like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, like- yeah. It's just the accent would throw me off, like <laughs> to hear my mom talking about her mommy milkers like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had your milk today? <laughs> hey, your bones are strong, aren't they? <laughs> well, at least one of them is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's gonna watch this. That's oh, the crazy thing she watches about. <laughs> She does. It's crazy. Do you guys do any studio scenes or is it all OnlyFans stuff? We did one. We did one for Pornhub, and I think a director from Brazzers shot it. And after that day, especially because you got cum in my eye, like directly in my eye, I was like, I am not built for this shit. Why didn't you blink? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what we always do. Don't fuck this up. Don't close your eyes. Look pretty. And then he just like, it stays red for like many days, and it hurts like, I can't even explain how bad it hurt. We're it's driving like stinging. from stinging. Does he have a salty nutter? <laughs> it's just everyone's yeah, nutter. I feel yeah. like it hurt that bad. Yeah. We're driving back Weed from downtown flavor. LA Weed? in fucking dead stop traffic, and her eyes are so red because I had busted a nut on her face, got some in her eye, and then they're like, no, stop. And they're like filming it from all different angles and taking pictures. And there was an outro shit. after the cum shot, which is like more acting. No. I really should have not came in your eye for that one. Or any of them ever again. Yeah, sorry. Wait, why didn't you try to do it so it just splatters across the whole face and not just directly in the eye? That seems more crazy. I was I, I was kind of in a rush to get Is it that over crazy? with. They like, had us fucking on this blue couch that was like super low, so it was almost impossible to get a good position on it. And then there was a lot of like lint, like like my dick. I was almost seeing like balls of little blue. And then lint. you put it in my mouth, and all the carpet pieces would be like in my no. mouth. No. <laughs> yeah, I like had a hard time being. In just the sex. Can you that break day? from that and like fix it? Like fix the the lint situation? Well, I feel like There's if it was my own set, I would be like much more comfortable. Like being like, okay, let's do this. And do this. Oh. when someone else is directing you, you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to piss off the director, and I just want to get this done. Let's. You and know. you're like this that the scene, the idea was that she, I was interviewing this other porn star, and then Lena snuck in and was giving me head under the table while he was doing the. That's fire. It's a good idea. That's right? a great idea. Now in reality. When you have a table and you have a chair, they don't really like match them up size wise so that there will be enough room to give a head. Uh, so she experienced multiple concussions from that. <laughs> she's just smashing just her head. Coom, coom, coom. And it was oh, just like, oh, and fuck. she's having to do it good for on camera, right? And it's yeah, like, it's really, really difficult. And I'm like opening up under there to like try to make it. It was, it was. I really respect people who it really studio porn. turned us off to doing sort of like scenes on and other people's like, time. What other you positions know? you guys got in you? We need five minutes of each position and I'm like and they want like five or six positions I'm like you want us to have sex for fucking 50 minutes yeah and like do pile driver and shit no no and fuck all that back nobody <laughs> back. Back. Like, hello princess what That's we it. make from I'm the average uh, what we make from the average plug talk scene is so much more than anybody would ever what do you guys up? make on plug talk Many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars a month I believe she that. hates when I talk about it but, but you know, I think I'll it's good you to get much. it out there but the fact that, like, nobody's going to pay us, you know, 50, 60, 70 grand to do a fucking porn scene for him. So it's like we're kind of priced out of doing stuff for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know? mm-hmm. And now, after after girls do those scenes, do their OnlyFans bump? Yes. Crazy. And that's why they're, like, super down to do it. That right? girl, Sky Bree, we signed her and her, her revenue went up 100 times what it was on wow. OnlyFans. She was already doing OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Fucked with you guys. Yep. 
And where'd you guys find her? So she was a fan of No Jumper, right? Okay. And then uh, when we started doing the Patreon, which is kind of like light plug talk, where we'll like interview OnlyFans girls and they take their titties out, shake their ass, whatever, and have this like sexually charged conversation, whatever, but it's not, we don't do any sex stuff. Right. She just fucking hits up my guy who was booking it, doesn't mention that she had already been DMing me for like years and years, and then she comes in, does the whole fucking interview, and by the end of it, I'm convinced. Like, I got to tell Lena about this. We got to manage yeah. this girl because she made it perfectly. She was clear working at she Target. Down. Like, she, I couldn't yeah. believe that someone this hot was working at Target for like three years. Whoa. Yeah. And then uh, she came out. Might not be like a bottle service girl or something. She was from Pennsylvania. I don't know what kind of town she was working they don't with. Have, um, like clubs or whatever. Nobody there. had realized her beauty yet at that point. I guess. Really. Mm. So were were you at all like jealous at first when she's like? It was the Adam? first time he came home to me and was like, "This girl's hot. We need to sign her." So I think at first I was kind of like, "Oh, Who this is, is like a weird yeah. conversation to have." Yeah. But then I was also able to like put that aside and be like, "Okay, this is a good business move." And then you know we built out the contract, we flew her out, and uh, I don't know. I've always liked the idea of like coaching a girl through so that she doesn't make a bunch of stupid mistakes, fall into like, there's all these OnlyFans like agency type people. They're like, mm. well, we'll run your accounts and we'll take 50% and whatever. Oh, wow. So it's like, you know, if I could guide a girl who obviously had a lot of potential and is very successful in proving herself in that way, like to not be making those mistakes. But I, I come home great. at like 8 p.m. telling her about this hot 22-year-old I met and she's covered in baby puke. And she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, can we maybe talk about this later? <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm feeling really ugly right yeah. now. <laughs> you got to pick your times to talk about stuff. But at this point, I feel like she's so toughened up to it that our, our rules are kind of so set in place that it doesn't really bother her that much, you know? Well, that's what, what are the rules? In the scene, is there a rule? Like, oh, Don't fall in love with them. Yeah, I mean. But can they hard. get the nut? What do you mean? Like, like, can he come on them? Yeah. Yeah, I don't If care. they uh, take the nut, then it's like, she's just going to swoop in and lick it off like a seagull anyyway. So, uh, <laughs> like a seagull? <laughs> I'm going to run to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 no, like but I seagull. mean, that is kind of the thing is like, even if in a normal threesome, if you, you and your girlfriend have a threesome, then you really need to fuck your girl more than the other girl, yeah. right? But like, when we're doing plug talk, it's kind of like, she's in every scene. So it's it's kind of like more important that we highlight the other girls. So there is kind of like a she's balance. Like the guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's a balance, but you know, we've, it works out. Is that the future? You guys managing a bunch of these girls? I mean, that seems like an incredibly lucrative business that you guys are. It takes a lot of time, though. Like, you got to spend your time scouting and mm. then doing the investing and, and promoting them and everything. And then you never know if they're going to dip out. But it forces you to have this, like, really analytical mind state about how much money a girl could make because it's like, a girl who can make ten or twenty thousand off OnlyFans is kind of like easy to find. To find a girl who can make like multiple hundreds of thousands a month is a little bit more difficult. So it's like, you know, in your normal life, I'm sure you find a wide variety of women hot, right? But yeah. it kind of like forces me into the mentality of like really looking at a girl and trying to figure out what guys <laughs> would think of them, which right. is it's fucking weird. But also, it's like for me because I'm the one who's most communi- communicating with the girls. Like I, I need her to be like smart. Because mm. I'm not going to, like, yeah. teach her every last little thing about this is how you use the like button on social yeah. media. Or, like, hey, go shoot content. And then she's, like, doesn't do it. You know? It's right. like, I don't want to babysit. Yeah. She also has to be, like, um, emotionally uh, stable. Mm. Yeah. You know? Like, a lot of girls that are in this business don't have that. And then you're dealing with their emotions and you're managing them. They could be out doing drugs. They could mm. be fucking with random dudes. Yeah, it's kind of tricky. Right? Other shit. Yeah. What's, what's the difference between a $5,000 a month OnlyFans girl and a... $200,000 a month. 
Like, is it a content strategy? Is it a look? I feel like it's not just a look. I feel like it's like a viral hook and story. With Sky, we like played into the fact that she worked at Target. And so we did this TikTok outside of a Target where we like made it seem like she was like bringing out our stuff that we bought to our car. And like we picked her up that way, even though it didn't actually happen that day, uh... and that way. And it like, it really works. And also Target's like a super relatable place for a guy who feels like he can meet a hot girl, right? Maybe at Target. And uh, so she like took a bunch of photos in her Target uniform and stuff. And uh, that really worked. The best girls who really have the most explosive start in the OnlyFans game, like with her, when she came out, she was doing a good amount on uh, private Snapchat before OnlyFans. And then she came out with a YouTube video where she said, I'm going to do a sex tape if I get to a million subscribers. <laughs> and it gets written about by every fucking website. Uh -huh. and, and it just became the most ridiculously viral thing. And then at the same time, she did a vlog on her YouTube channel that was just called I Let My Best Friend Have Sex With My Boyfriend, which I don't really like think of that as something that would do incredibly well on YouTube these days. But it went fucking crazy. It got like 10, 20 million views, whatever. So like those videos have so many millions of views. She, but she you already, wouldn't have known. It was like an yeah, accident. You she know? already clearly was somebody that like people were attracted to and they were buying her OnlyFans. But then those like viral stories, it was just this like ridiculous. So you're not only wave. selling a look, you're selling a story behind it. Yeah. yeah. In the best case, yeah. But then I mean, there are some girls who like have no personality, but have like the biggest fucking ass you've ever seen in your life, and they're rich as shit. Yeah. You know, or like they have amazing boobs, and sometimes it's just fake boobs sometimes like it'll be a girl who just has like massive fake tits that you almost can't even believe exist and you wouldn't really think that that many guys that you are friends with would be super attracted to her but no that she's rich as fuck huge fan base but like it's a combination if you could be personality look and having like a narrative that's the best case and that's why i think with something like fucking shab's assistant Somehow yeah. her being his assistant is that's relatable to that. An audience that's that's it just curious. makes it seem yeah. real, you know? Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Bad Barbie was not that, was like a dream girl that anyone was like, I need to see her OnlyFans. And, but yeah, it's, it's definitely not all appearance. And oh, she, she doesn't. Right, yeah. And yeah. she makes crazy. It's like the environmentalism girl, the same thing. I forget what it was, but she was doing like nudes to the save the environment. The charity girl. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, it was something about the trees and Yeah, Australia like the wildfires or something. Yeah, no, she made a ton of money too. But yeah, it's like, it's just the hook. Like yeah. it does, appearance is, is definitely not. But, but then you have some girls who kind of take it to the extreme, like Kazumi. I don't know if you know about her. This She's was, on your pod sometimes. Yeah, this right? Asian yeah. chick. And she, like, she, she will think she's some fucking viral marketing genius and she'll think of a new hook like every week or every couple months or whatever. And like one of them was like, I'm sending free nudes to people who prove to me that they're vaccinated. Hilarious. And it was just getting written about like by all these places that are just super gullible or just yeah. see it as something that'll go viral. Or even the, like the girl who was selling her farts in jars. Yeah. 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 So you gotta be kind of yeah. smart and like figure out this is the game and right. like how can I play it? Bella but, Delphine with the bathwater. Right. Yeah. But, but exactly. now. I feel like the people are getting more and more kind of cautious about buying into narratives because they've sort of seen it all. Like the the thing about her making the sex tape on a million subscribers, I don't I don't know that anyone would really care. Yeah, because you know? right. it was early in the game. Yeah, and eventually, like uh, what's popular now will be rejected, and that will be the new thing is popular. So right. once everything becomes a narrative in game, someone's just going to go, "I got fucked in the ass." <laughs> It'll just be so different from everything else that's out there. Yeah. People are like, yeah, hundred percent. Do either one of you personally subscribe to anyone else's OnlyFans? I did maybe like early on, but pre-pandemic because OnlyFans is not like the simplest platform to use. And sometimes you kind of have to like figure it out 
all the different functions. So I subscribe to people as like, well, for actual research purposes, yeah. to see how people are yeah, running same, their same, accounts. Same, same, yeah, same, 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 but how many accounts are you subscribed to? It's just actually, I don't have any. I've been close. I've been very close. Oh, yeah. close how close? Question. Like, like Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been yeah, close to spending five dollars. I'm not rolling in it, but I could if I wanted to. You know, there's been a few girls I've met over the years where it was just like, I got to see what's going on in here. I got to find out. Pop off, you know, like. But then you subscribe and you're just disappointed because then it's like they have twerking videos sometimes and sometimes it'll be like you realize you you pay the fucking ten dollars or whatever and then you realize oh i'm not seeing shit unless i hop in the dms you know Mm. which to me is kind of almost like unethical you know like we like we we put all the plug talk episodes just on the feed you don't have to pay more money to get the the the, but most girls are doing the pay-per-view things in the in the dms but i just think that like but if I can't if, see one dick yeah, going like your I mouth think, on the feed, it's just if you one. have a free page, I don't think you have to have anything on the feed, and you can yeah, sell yeah, everything yeah. in the DMs. But if you're charging a fee just to subscribe, there should we be need to some see stuff on the feed for free. Mm. Do you oh. have like global data on like where people are subscribing from? Number one in Mexico City. <laughs> Let's really? go, because they think you're Mexican. That was like Pornhub data from like years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> He's making stuff up. Um, I don't know if they have global data. Or like any Pornhub data where you're like, wait, really? Like Morocco or something like that? Mexico uh, City, me- right? Yeah, yeah, I think Mexico. I was highly ranked there a few years ago. They always put out at the end of the year all their all their, all their statistics of like what countries are into what porn and things yeah. like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's always fascinating. Okay, I have a question before you guys get out of here because I know you guys have a busy day. Sharp. Hmm. How do you come across him? Is this somebody that you saw and you thought he was talented? Did you know right away? What is the growth for him? Sharp. Uh, so there's a podcast called Soft White Underbelly. Well, not a podcast. He just does these interviews. Mark, uh, Mark uh, yeah. Stills? What's his name? Stills or something? Mark. Oh, Fuck. I forget. Uh, Latia. Yeah. Latia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Latia. He's got some great interviews, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he uh, has a studio in downtown L.A., and he just does interviews with a lot of, you know, street people, uh, prostitutes, uh, escorts. Uh, drug addicts. Pimps, drug addicts. Yeah. yeah. And, and Sharp is someone who went on there. Uh, he allegedly was a pimp in, earlier in his life. And uh, he's a huge deal in that scene, too, because he's he's one, like, player of the year, pimp of the year or whatever at these big conventions that they do and stuff, which, I'll be honest, I'm kind of in the dark about how you get to be yeah, viewed the- <laughs> as number one in that. What's but, the like, yeah, what's, what's the, the metrics? Metrics? You know, like, yeah, Don, like, Magic Don Juan it was, like, yeah. kind of, like, the king of that shit for a long time and is still, like, an icon in that game. But, uh yeah, I saw him on a, on on Software Underbelly. Somebody reached out and said, "Would you be down to have Sharp on?" I had him on. It does, does like two million views right away, and I just was like, "Oh, you know, I should." We already had like a couple different hosts, like AD and T-Rell on the channel, and I just figured, you know, why don't I just try to get this guy to do episodes on my channel? Because I real I, the thing that came to mind immediately was like, I need to see this guy talking to women. Like, I just really want to know what a what the is energy like is going to be women. like, yeah. you know. And uh, that's what we did just from the start. And to be honest, he was a little aggressive early on. Like, he was really, really uh, just kind of talking over him and just, like, barking on him. And I feel like he's gotten a shitload better on camera where he's having, like, you know, real mature conversations with a lot of them. But then at the same time, I mean, he has a lot of triggers. Like, if you call him a bitch— Oh my god, the girls keep calling him bitch. But but in like a girl way of being like bitch. And and, oh my god, he just gets so fucking pissed. But yeah, I mean, he's been he's definitely one of the biggest uh, things that we got going on the channel. It's just been insane seeing the way that people gravitate him too much so much. And I've been in Vegas with him and seeing the way it is on the street where there are a shitload of sharp 
wannabes who are really? on various degrees of the spectrum. Some of them almost have like his look. Some of them just kind of are trying to talk like him and trying to talk to girls all reckless on the street and shit. But I mean, we, we couldn't go anywhere without him getting stopped left and right to take photos. It was fucking really? insane. Wow. Yeah. And then what's, what's happening in his life? Like is, has he made this transition yeah. to legit business and, and how is that changing him? Is I mean, he's a very mysterious guy. We really, like, I FaceTime him sometimes, and he'll be the middle of the night, and he's just, like, with his daughter. He's, like, fucking apparently got a kind of normal life that I don't even really, like, ask that much about. But he uh, he definitely keeps an aura of mystery. But, yeah, he's definitely on the up and up as far as uh, the illegal side of things, I believe, at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just a really interesting character. You guys should check him out. You guys have these great guys. I love doing that. I would love to get him out here to talk to you. Yeah, let's Amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, no, I'd love to have a conversation. That I'm just curious nice. about, like, that life. But also, Duno, AD, T-Rail, like, all those guys are just fucking... Just yeah, you guys got something really cool going. Are you on to Flacco yet? No. no. Oh my god. Send me something. I'm sure YouTube will recommend him soon. Enough. <laughs> he's but, a, a yeah, portly so. guy from uh, from North Dakota. Well, he's actually from Liberia, um, which is just the gnarliest part of Africa apparently, because that's where General Butt Naked is from. Nice. Do you remember him from no. the Vice documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he's well, like he, a comedian. That guy is the fucking pastor at the church that this kid Flacco grew up going no, to. For real? I guess. Uh, yeah, but then he moved, he moved to North Dakota when he was young, and then we've got him on the channel. And I've never met anyone who is less afraid of having a controversial opinion in my fucking life. He's <laughs> off the chain with it. Oh, that's... He's, he's just... Like, what are some of his hot takes? Well, like, pe- people uh, getting uh, thrown in prison, like rappers and stuff, and he'll just be like, hey, lock him up. Like, he's, like, <laughs> he, he, he's fully, like, wishing prison upon them based on the accusation. So we're trying to, like, coach him into it. Like, these are just accusations. He hasn't even gone to trial yet. Yeah, you yeah. can't be wishing prison upon people. And uh, that's crazy. Yeah, and he knew General Bud Naked. He <laughs> apparently, I think if No Jumper doesn't work out, he might end up in Bro, General Butt Naked's you, army. You yeah. got to get him. You got to get General Butt Naked. Oh my god! Was that Have you not seen this no. guy? Mm-mm. He's an unbelievable. He's like a stand-up comedian. They did a doc on him. Where, like, they, advice, they yeah. interview him like in Africa, like doing comedy. Right, like this is the guy we're talking about. Yeah, and he he would talk about how he would he would eat a baby uh, before battle. Yeah, he would just consume a baby. Yeah, which was kind of troubling. Insane human being. Liberia is what? Yeah, it's no, it's Africa. But didn't like America play a role in the creation of Liberia? I don't know. Yes. But it was also like we did, right? And, yeah, I'm not sure. Conflict island. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. You have all these guys under the no jumper banner. You ever get afraid if they say something that it can affect the company? Um, well, we don't really uh, make that big a percentage of our money from, like, advertisers or anything. So even if somebody were to try to kind of get us canceled, I don't know how much it would really uh, do. But, yeah, there's definitely been times, like, AD, when he first came in, like, uh, we were doing the news and we were talking about 6 9 snitching. And he, he just looks right at the camera and he's like, well, if it was me, if I couldn't get to him, I would kill his mom. <laughs> Whoa. And I'm just like, okay. That's going to fall into the category of things we can't say yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> you got to so be a dad like, about it. Yeah. There are That's things so that, you know, when you're dealing with people, they, they, they he didn't know. And now he knows. And now he's much more professional about saying stuff like that. So there's a lot of uh, blocks, learning blocks over time, yeah. I caught that that uh, AD China Mac uh, beef to friendship. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was cool. They had a they had a little squabble or something like that, and then because we had China Mac on the pod, yeah. oh wow, back on Brilliant Idiots. Oh right, right. Yeah, and uh, 
And this was like years, this is years ago. But I thought it was cool. They like worked it out as dudes. It didn't get violent besides, you know, the hands. And then they're like doing content together, doing the, the cooking shit. It seems odd to me that they were beefing over food vlogs in the first place. But this is your fault. I, I, mean, <laughs> I had a lot of people putting it on me. I mean, I guess China Mac is just kind of uh, protective of his of his food vlogging content. But yeah, I mean, it was overall pretty good because yeah, AD's been doing these food vlogs that are just going crazy. They just did one at Blueface's uh, Soul Food Restaurant and shit. Right? Yeah, shit's going crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, shit, man. I'm ready to end the podcast, but we need Lena to wrap yeah, it she's up. Just taking a fucking fifty wiper back there. Okay. Hey. How was yeah. that? I, I took the longest pee of my life. Was it really a 50 wiper? It's <laughs> not a 50 wiper. <laughs> um, 50 Lena, wipers when you go wipe 50 times. When you go what? You wipe 50 times. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. he's, a, he's a one wiper. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't wipe. I don't wipe. <laughs> I don't wipe. He just goes and pulls it. Yeah. That's how clean his system is built. Yeah, I trust yeah. myself, bro. He's I that Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming. Tell them where they can find you, even though they probably already know. Adam22 and Lena the Plug on... Many socials. Yeah. You can find her Instagram on my Instagram if you can't find it. And uh, nojumper.com, onlyplugtalk.com. Watch our porn. Her podcast launching soon. Oh, my God. Oh, what? Oh, really? Deep, deep, real conversations with sex workers. Yes? Adam bought me a freaking full, legitimate podcast set up for Valentine's Day and is making me start a podcast. Wow. And telling everyone about it so that I have to do it. Mm-hmm. So Are you interested are. in it? I am interested in it, but I usually need a push, but he's very pushy. What are you nervous about doing it? <sighs> I don't know. I'm People just, like her on camera, but she just hasn't, she's kind of got out of the loop of just doing consistent content. Really, you were never that consistent. So I feel I like this will keep I feel like I don't know what you. the kids are talking about now that I'm a mom. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them I kids, feel bro. like I'm going to say the wrong thing. You guys are okay with being controversial and hated. I cannot handle it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my fear. Mm. I think it would be good. I just need I'm to gonna fight with it. you more so that I have stuff to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We need to be. Content, content, yeah. content. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw myself on the Piss floor. Piss me off. Yeah. Well, we're going to beef with you at okay. Flagrant. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be our first goblin <laughs> beef. Okay? My first beef. Guys, uh, this has been uh, the Milky Mommies podcast. <laughs> The Mommy Milky's podcast. <laughs> Guys, make sure you check out No Jumper. Check out Lena and uh, check them both out together. I will not because uh, you guys are are my friends and I don't want to watch you have sex just yet. That's fine. Deal? Okay with me. Okay. Pussy. <laughs> Thank you. Peace. Thank you.